0: to another edition of the Tuesday Show. My name is James Chen, and once again, joined by Mr. Ultra- Hey! Mr. Ultra-David and Mr. Tuba. I had to make sure I was pointing in the right direction.
1: (laughs) It's It's absolutely tough. Yeah, what's going on, everybody? Can you believe the babies and their hair in the intro? That's remarkable. That was so long ago that those videos were taken that we didn't yet have these glorious manes pouring out of the tops of our domes. What do you think, Tupperware? What do you think about uh, long hair?
2: think that i actually had long hair in the intro video so
1: i like it very much compared to what i have now thank you (laughs) (laughs) i bet that's right yeah bummer uh Uh, all right so we're gonna be talking about actually tournaments actually actually. we're gonna be talking about tournaments today which is so rare that's like honestly only happened a few times in a year
0: i mean (laughs) there's not that many events and plus another thing too is that you know we've been trying to do a little less emphasis on just going over results, but this weekend, uh, obviously, we have some good stuff to talk about for sure, so.
1: Oh, as you can see, we're going to be talking about the Killer Instinct Lives, Twitch Rivals event, we'll talk about Frosty Faustings, we'll talk about the SFL Pro-JP Finals, we have Wheels going to be on the interview, that's super cool, super cool, I'm really happy to talk to him. We're going to be talking about some 5-5 five, five matchup stuff, including an honest fighting game, huh? As well as viewer questions. <laughs> There's other game news to get to. There's other community news to get to. And then, as we were doing nowadays, we're going to have a mail back at the end of it where we answer questions and ramble and just have a good time. But let's begin with another good time, which was, again, the Killer Instinct lives Twitch rivals. Or, to be more precise, to name this actually correctly, because it's got a long name, and I want to be right about it. It was the Max Presents Killer Instinct Lives, powered by Twitch Rivals.
2: What a name. <laughs> that's, Say that three times. Back. That's what such an
0: name. esportsy thing. <laughs> Holy moly. All, right. well. All right, let's talk about this thing here. Uh, there we go.
1: There you go. So, this was in the vein of the last Twitch Rivals event for the FGC Marvel vs. Capcom 3. We talked a lot about that. It's similar, you know? So, So essentially, it was, for Killer Instinct, the same kind of idea of a tournament that's being run, right? There are 32 players. They're all going through their brackets. Each person is streaming it as they're playing. That's actually one of the conditions, to be honest. You have to be streaming while doing it. And the main stream, which is on Max's stream, was looking in on matches as they were going on, and then... Talking a lot about stuff, interspersing with the Best of Bonds KI documentary, which was very cool. And then they had the full top eight on Max's stream. All of it was streamed there as well. Um, We were on it. Tubbleware and I were on it. There were a ton of good KI players as well, which was very cool. As opposed to us, I just want to differentiate those two. There were 32. Uh, We finished in exactly the same place, my man, as we'll get to. (laughs) That's <laughs> what so we'll get to. Uh, well, okay, there's a lot to talk about with this, but I guess you want to just uh, say the results, and then we'll talk about the meat of it after that? Sure. Here's sure. the results. Finishing in exactly the same place as Ultra David. Just just as good as Ultra David are Cherries, Apex, Quake Viking, Swordsman09, Frost Frostwolf, and Tubboware. <laughs> <laughs> All no better than Ultra David yesterday. Would be somebody, right?
0: Isn't that, prono- Hologram- isn't that pronounced Charisse, by the way? I have no idea, bub. Okay. Pretty sure it's Charisse.
1: Okay, duly noted. Hologram won the whole thing with Thunder. Grand finals was him versus Wheels. Wheels played Gargos and Eagle and Fulgore. He's got a few other characters up his sleeve, but those are the ones that we saw. Nikki got third. Latalis, Venator got fourth. Then Raven is Raw and Chronicle. Fifth and then seventh were Water Horses and Sonic Dolphin. There's the results. It was super sick. I guess let's talk about the the rest of it now. So what hang did on, you guys think on. about...
0: Hang yeah. on, hang on. I think Gyroscope has a great idea here. Well, not... I don't even... I mean, he says that we need to go to the round counts to settle the David versus Tubo match. But I think we should just have you guys play each other. I think we should just
2: people people watch us play. They would just be like, "Oh, it's exactly what Tubbo said. He's twice as good as as Ultra David with uh, the same amount of practice." So there's no point.
1: First of all, the second part of that is not accurate. But the first part,
2: the first part of it
1: is true. And we've streamed that a lot, actually, on this channel. If anybody's curious (laughs) about that, just go into the archives. You'll see hours of us playing Ki. Uh, We are not shy about it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, as far as round counts, I won one round.
2: What do you count round? You count their life bar?
1: you take the life bar, yeah. Oh, okay, sure. I won none.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't even really want to talk about my experiences because it kind of really negative. My second opponent was unplayable. I remember. So it, it is what it is. Like I, I by the fourth time the fourth round came, I just I stopped. I started walking forward. I gave up. It was yeah, unplayable, no. it was not enjoyable. Dang. So,
1: it sucks I don't yeah, really you,
2: count. You, I, happen I want, get,
1: I, you happen to get bad online connection killer instinct, which is really rare. Right, that's
2: what that I, was I was about to
1: sucks. say.
2: Right? So because this person, I'm not going to like call them out right now, but this person has had complaints against them in the past having really bad connections in KI. I got matched up with them. The connection was garbage. He said GG. I just ignored it, and it is what it is. Uh, it, was, it was not a GG. It was, uh... I mean, like... The player would probably beat me regardless, but that's not the point. I wanted to go out on my terms, and I couldn't. I couldn't play the way I wanted to, so it sucked.
1: Yeah. Oh, well. As far as our first round matches, we both had two of the best players in the world. You had Nikki, yeah. and I had Ace, so we definitely got dunked. But it was it was fun, I mean, and in playing in it, uh, this was my first invitational-slash-major, anything other than a local since, I think, Evo 2012? Or was it Evo 2011? Now, in my mind, those are getting mixed up. But it was either 9 <laughs> yeah, or 10 years.
2: You were going to enter Combo Breaker, right?
1: And then I, I actually... Yeah, I entered Combo Breaker, and then okay. just never happened. So I didn't enter any tournaments until Locals, like, halfway through 2019. But definitely nothing bigger than that in 9 or 10 years. So I was just really excited to be participating in it. Like, just that fact. I didn't have any misconceptions that like i was there because i was one of the 32 best players in killer instinct in the world <laughs> that was not my i did not uh, uh, misunderstand that that's for sure but it was still really fun and i learned a lot in even just getting dunked by base i feel like i learned a lot about the spinal match and it, they were the kind of losses that i was regularly like as we were playing i was like oh interesting didn't know that oh interesting didn't know that like that was the I was learning, it wasn't like me just like getting all the choices wrong, it was like, I've learned more! Cool! So I actually really enjoyed it, even though I lost. I'm sorry that you had a bad experience in the second one, but was the match versus Nikki cool?
2: Yeah, yeah. I almost took a round from him, actually. I Sick. got, I got, got some stuff going on him. Uh, he got out of it and came back, but... Yeah, it was cool. It was a good match. I mean, it's not the first time I played against Nikki. Uh, right. We played a tournament. We played a tournament before. We were on the same team together. I mean, it was nothing new to me. And but, I mean, uh,
0: Nikki got freaking third place. I mean, the guy is amazing, right? So on while nice. he has COVID, like he's sick right now. It's so, so he, he has took, COVID. Like, yeah, he has COVID. He's recovering from COVID, and he got third place. I, and uh, yeah,
2: he, he tweeted about how bad he felt before the tournament started. So I'm,
0: I'm, I'm still I, upset that Nikki is so talented at fighting games and also such a beautiful human being at the same time. I tweeted like, he's like that guy that you had the cheat codes and you have unlimited points to distribute to the stats and stuff like that. You know, I think it's kind of unfair, but you know,
3: oh, well, well.
0: James and well, Nikki. <laughs> I know who James Jen's FGC
2: crush is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. Nikki, Nikki
3: FGC. You
2: know, he doesn't have an OnlyFans, James, you can support. That's true. <laughs>
1: It was super cool. The event was was awesome. Again, they had Esteban's documentary interspersed, which I thought was super good. I was really happy to see that in there. I just I like the documentary anyway, but I thought it was really nice that they had that as part of yeah. it. Yeah,
0: it was a nice touch. I mean, because I remember you know when they did the MVC event, uh, they had Max with all the skits with all of his friends and everything like that. And so obviously they didn't do that for this one, but instead they interspersed it with you know. Uh, all the clips in there and, you know, including Say jam's amazing sandwich analogy for combos.
1: <laughs> and speaking of that, I thought it was really cool that they got Shin Tristan and Sejam to do commentary for yeah. it. Uh, there are two people who have been in the KI scene for so long that they were both strong players in it and then both did commentary in it. And
0: yeah, I they're mean, both I, really I, enthusiastic about it. It felt really interesting that they got, you know... Uh, influencer and content creator say jam to do commentary right i mean yeah. how wild it? no it was good to hear him again it was good Yeah, to he hear. actually tweeted about that too about how yeah. he was
2: surprised that so many people missed his commentary he's like come on steven it's been like a year dude
0: right
2: yeah. nobody's forgotten you man let's come on yeah, and like
0: he also said, like once General Rom activated his instinct, he was like he activated the Nico Nico bitrate, and I was like, <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm only calling that instinct the Nico Nico bitrate instinct from now on
2: <laughs> yeah, gotta spam emojis across the screen too
1: yeah. oh, by the way like, that's also the twitch bitrate when that instinct activates because even yeah. twitch can't handle that yeah that's just a terrible bitrate killer as a rom player i've watched my own streams back and i'm always like oh god
0: yeah by the <laughs> way always- it's really interesting that float toss says that in the chat because nikki and hayate i did get them confused at one point in time you know everybody the, the-
1: does there have been many memes about this. Yeah. Oh really?
0: I'm yeah, oh so it's, it's, not, it's not just it's us. It's a lot of people who think.
1: A lot of okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> <of> At, <laughs> At least, least it's not me. just me.
1: <laughs> I think he was playing a lot of MK for a while, and when that was happening, like definitely there was a lot yeah. of that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: definitely a bitrate killer. That is true. So, um, yeah, I just I just want to say I thought it was really cool the interplay that like max has obviously he's really enthusiastic about the game shin tristan's really enthusiastic say jam loves it like i just thought that their commentary was a really good set I, I was restreaming so you know i was listening to it a little bit but i was also just talking so i didn't get i didn't hear as much but whenever i did hear it i was like this is sick i'm really glad that these guys are doing it so, yeah they got the perfect so i'm just so happy that they were involved
0: yeah, they got the perfect trio, I think, to do the commentary for that. So yeah, that uh, like I said, like like you said too, it was just nice to hear Sajam on commentary again because I can't even remember the last time I've heard Sajam on commentary for something like that. So
1: yeah, he didn't do CPT all year. Mm-hmm. I guess it was probably last Capcom Cup.
0: Didn't he, did he do some Dragon
2: Ball stuff? Did he ever do any Dragon Ball stuff? yeah we he and i commentated dragon ball together so i would assume
0: okay
1: okay did that keep up in 2020 though because i know he did do it for a while i don't think so yeah hmm.
2: maybe i don't know man probably not nobody who's doing anything in 2020.
1: you're right yeah if if you're <laughs> not basically just part of like a few set things yeah it was there were very few opportunities for <sighs> yeah. sure um yeah anyway uh great event the matches were awesome the grand yeah, finals were think right stands out as like an extremely good grand finals between hologram and wheels we'll talk with wheels about it when we interview him but his comeback that he had to make as gargos versus thunder he was down 0-2 in the first set and he was in losers and he had to make it all the way back he won three in a row and then the second set, I think, it was three one ultimately for Hologram. Yes, it wasn't quite uh, as close, but even still, each one of those rounds, each one of those games, was super close.
0: And it, it started the same way. He, uh, you know, Hologram went up two zero. Wheels won the next game, and then we were like, "Here it comes again!" But Hologram, this time, was able to clutch it out. So there you go. And I feel
1: like that was such a killer instinct. Grand finals. Like if you're not, so I was restreaming it, and some of the people who were in the chat were people who were like. I didn't know that there was a new Killer Instinct. Like it was like people who just didn't know anything about. Right. So so for them to watch the grand finals where it was Gargos of all characters, like the most bizarre, every option you can think of character. What if you had a zoning grappler with multiple double jumps and a puppet character, two puppets that you could bring out and he could come and grab his own puppet. Huge buttons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it's just all this stuff. So for that to be super wild, And then for him to play as this dedicated zoner versus, you know, dedicated approach grappler, overhead low mix-up character in Thunder was, like, a real classic battle, even as it was, like, really wild options versus really wild (laughs) options. It was still also, like, you know, an intelligible, like, this is a grappler trying to get in on a zoner type of matchup. It was really good for KI, I
0: thought. Dude, I just want to, I mean, I know David will agree with me on this, but we have, well, actually, no, because David likes both. But I can't believe, like, from my timeline and from the chat, I could see more people rooting for the zoner over the grappler. Like, where have how have we co- how has the FGC fallen so far that we are trying going to, to tell be... you
2: guys that people hate grapplers?
0: People people <laughs> hate grapplers. People are rooting for the zoner over the grappler. Yeah. I mean, come well, it, on, it checks out to me. It checks out to me, guys. I don't <laughs> but know, but it is also
1: really rare. That people root for Gargos too, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> he's such a wild character. Um, I I feel like that was if it had started like if Wheels had just like quickly reset the bracket three zero. I think the second set people might have thought differently in terms of like which character they were going for, which player they were going for. But the fact that it was hologram starting out two zero and then. Wheels had to like grind out each one of these games that he like barely won. They were all <laughs> super close. Did, I think that kind of got people in his favor. I
0: forgot. Didn't he change characters? Did he start with someone else, or was he Gargos the whole way? The first up yeah. they played, when
2: the hologram put him in the losers, Wheels played some other characters. Oh, okay, okay, okay.
0: There yeah, you
1: I think go. he tried Eagle oh, and Fulgore and lost them both, right, and Daniel. then Daniel. tried Gargos, and it went like slightly better, but he lost anyway. Yeah. Yeah, Thunder's incredible. Yeah, yeah. That character is also extremely strong. Extremely strong character. Good luck keeping that character out. He was
0: my original character in Season 1, because he's the grappler. And honestly, you know, if I actually sat down and picked the game up again, I would probably... I, I was messing with him again recently. I'll probably just go back to him because I didn't know he was this strong now, but now I'm like even more excited. Just you to, could have just have asked play. me, James. I would have told you if, if Thunder
2: was good or bad. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just I thought it was a good saying. time to maybe switch to Agonos or Hisako because I like them so aesthetically and conceptually. But, you know, Thunder is just... A, None of those are bad choices, man.
1: Yeah. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah, none of them are bad choices. There are tears in that game for sure, but Every character is doable.
0: I mean, look, Backlogathon, you say that, he says, let's give this grappler a DP. You say that, that's exactly what I thought about T-Hawk in Super Street Fighter 2. When I first saw him, I was like, they're giving a grappler an uppercut? How is this not going to be broken? And then he turns out to be just, like, garbage. (laughs) It doesn't necessarily mean anything. (laughs) It's the fact that... yeah. There was a the fact that he can follow-ups, he has like all these follow-ups off of the DP, like what, what was like, oh my god.
1: Yeah, and he knows that the punishes that Gargos is going to bring out are going to be like maximum 25%, especially in ways that end yeah, in distance, which is exactly. like what Wheels yeah. always wanted. Um, so yeah, that was, anyway, really, really good match. If you haven't watched it, I really recommend going back and watching it. I'm sure the full archive is on Matches' channel, but, you know, a lot of people restreamed it. You could probably watch there, too, uh, on this channel, too. It was really good. Super, super good matches. As it was happening, I saw a lot of people in the chat and on Twitter saying things like, when's the new KI coming out? Will there be a KI announcement at the end of this thing? Sure (laughs) won't. There sure wasn't going to (laughs) be, But what what do you guys think? Is that something that you want to see?
2: Uh, no. Honestly, mm. Um I don't. I I don't because they're they're not gonna give it to Iron Galaxy, and if IG's not making it, then I I don't I don't want it. Like, who are they gonna give it to? Right. You know, Microsoft isn't gonna do it in house. So yeah, if they don't, if it's not IG, then I
0: don't want it. Sorry. I I. I... I am of the opinion, kind of like somebody was, someone asked me this question about Soul Calibur too. They're like, do you want a season three? Actually, I would rather have Soul Calibur seven. I kind of feel the same way about Killer Instinct as I do about Soul Calibur. They're both games that are in such amazing states that I would rather have them expand on the current game than I would to have them create a completely brand new game, you know? I would rather see a new season of Killer Instinct 2013 and upgrade it to the new graphics engine so that you can have even more Sparks and even more Nico Nico bitrate instincts, (laughs) you know? Uh, So, and and keep going with what's there because honestly, Killer Instinct with the characters that it has and everything like that, I you just don't want it to go away. You know what I mean? Like I feel like characters like Agonos and Rom and Gargos and all these characters are so intricately tuned and so interesting that I I don't want a new game out of it. I would rather they got Iron Galaxy just to make a new season and add new characters to the game to be honest. So.
2: Yeah, and to answer the people in the chat, Iron Galaxy announced like a month or two ago that they're working on something else that's not KI, that's not fighting game related. Like that's public knowledge. So anybody asking why not IG? Because IG literally said so.
0: Hey, look, if Microsoft gives them a giant budget to work on a new fight to new work on a new season That just means they can hire more people, right? And in this- Giant giant budget. Microsoft giving you a giant budget for KI. Think about what you just said. and, (laughs) And, you know, now that, you know, everybody's working remotely anyway, people wouldn't have to move out of Santa Monica to help with the studio and work on a new fighting game. You know, That's very specific towards here, James. Yeah, very no, I'm, I'm pulling the tubaware strategy.
1: <laughs> oh wow, man, I got
2: him. almost worked for me, man. Got him. Oh
1: man. Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. Actually, I don't want to see a new one. I already really like Ki 2013. I don't feel like it needs, but I don't want to see a new one. While I think the current one is still really fun and playable, and still has a player base, you can go on Windows or Xbox and and play whenever you want and there are people yeah. online who are fun. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 not as big as many scenes obviously but it's still pretty big to be honest and still has a lot of room for exploration I think that seems pretty clear even as long as it's been going. So really fun to watch it can still bring in the viewers it had 43,000 people watching on Max's mm-hmm. channel and that's not including people who are restreaming. Right. So that's amazing that I believe that was more than watched Marvel three on Match. Yeah, channel. yeah, it
0: was. Although, it was. like
1: the, the total including restreams might not have been quite as high, as my understanding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But in any case, like it is still a lot of people who watched. It's the second highest viewership of Ki ever after one of the EVOs.
0: Oh really? Okay, okay. Dang.
1: So that's awesome. So I I think the game can still do it. All I would want, and even this I don't need, but. If there's going to be anything, yeah, it would just be like a graphical update, and then maybe like I don't know if Rash needs all the stuff he has. Rash <laughs> maybe,
2: needs everything he has. Trust maybe me. Maybe
1: like a little. He down literally here, all of it. Maybe. What, like, was,
2: what would you change about Rash?
1: Honestly, not much. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe boot is less is less safe. No Like not, not that he should be punishable, but like maybe it shouldn't be like. Rash has
2: armor on armor. nothing, James. He has no armor. Oh, That's wait, true. on Wrecking Ball? <laughs> I was just about to say, you no armor on Wrecking Ball. If you're making them hit the armor, they made a huge mistake anyways.
1: Like, I don't know if he needs dash canceling, and also the ability to tongue in, and also the ability to oh, run, yeah. and also one of the best grounded yeah. normals in the game. And him. also great anti-air. And
0: the ability has- to eat- He's crouching fierce your <laughs> fucking scratch. He also he has the ability has to, have- to permanently eat Eagle's resources. <laughs> yeah, he just gets to eat stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I,
1: I said I said the anti-air because I knew it would set TuboWare off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> so
2: situational. Adam uh, does the same thing to me. I always argue with him, too. Mission accomplished. Um,
1: anyway. Man. No, I mean, really, like, I would My not want- ridiculous, I'm- yes. I, I would really not want much to be changed, to be perfectly honest. A couple of things for some top tiers, a couple of things for lows, like, just very little. And and I'm happy. I'm I'm mostly happy, even as somebody who plays Rom, who's not bad, but, like, also not one of the better characters in mm-hmm. the game in this context among these characters. I, I really wouldn't want that much to change, and, and I don't feel like I need anything new. It's not like I wouldn't play a game if it's not IG. I just, I don't really need anything new. I'm good.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't I don't think that the like I said, I just think that the game and I, I tweeted this too, I honestly a good fighting game is forever. These things last forever and you know, one of the things we might even have to get over in terms of esports, I mean like, yeah, every once in a while football, basketball, whatever will change a rule here and there and try to facelift something or other, but I mean if a fighting game is good I say we just keep playing it and you know obviously graphics are a thing in fi- in, in video games so just update the graphics a little bit, you know, but just keep the game as it is. I don't think we need to create, like, let's create new killer Instinct with this new system and let's change the way that breakers work. It's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> it works okay. great exactly as it is. So who cares, you know?
2: <laughs> if it's not broke, don't fix it. Just like Rash. He's not broke. Leave him how he is.
1: Are you sure he's not broke? Yeah. Yeah, we, we were cool. actually talking before we went live and... I'm not sure that either of us thinks he's number one, but he's obviously top tier.
0: Yeah, for sure, no question. All right, you wanna move on? He's number one, he's number one,
2: dude. Come on, come on. If he's number one, Lucia's number three, all right?
0: (laughs) You have so much less argument on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Holy crap.
3: Why'd you get number
1: three? You you should have been like, Lucia's mid-tier. Yeah, Yeah,
0: I know, right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to be ridiculous. Um, all right, all
1: right, all, right. all, all right, right, right. Let's move on to the next Moving one. on. Whew. Frosty Faustings. This is one of the few majors that we've had that have been fully online. It was ran this past week. It was obviously a long-running offline event that you guys have both been to. Um, we know many people who have been involved over the years, right? It has been you, James, I think you had it as your top three Ultra Shen Awards mm-hmm. tournament. Last year, or something like that. Both two years in a row. It was three two, two years, years ago and in one
0: last year. So there you right, go. Right,
1: because last year it was one of like a tiny handful of offline. No, in it's whole because world. it
0: was an amazing event. Come on, man. Frosty Faustings okay. is in the chat. Come on, like okay, to- all right, fair <laughs> enough.
1: But also, it got really lucky in the timing. That's for sure. <laughs> and and so this year, not as lucky. Nobody is. So they went online instead. They still ran a really big event. They still had a lot of people. They had over 400, I think 450, something like that, for Guilty Gear, Accent Core Plus R, which everybody is happy about has great online play nowadays. Mm. wasn't the case before. Skullgirls had, I think it was 250, if I recall correctly. Other games had over 100 people, too, and this was all online. And that kind of a shift from having offline-only stuff to running online-only stuff. I've heard from other people is not an easy shift, but by all accounts, it seems like they pulled it off pretty well.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I know that there is a few hiccups. I know Mortal Kombat had something happen.
1: That's true, I did watch that. Uh,
2: But for the most part, it seemed really smooth. It seemed
0: to (laughs) run great. The thing about it is that it's an online tournament. And I, I, online tournament is so reliant on so many things out of our control to necessarily run successfully. If, if there's a hiccup in a tournament and you're like, oh, what the heck is wrong? Like, I mean, like, seriously, don't ever try running anything. <laughs> because if you're not understanding of a hiccup on an online tournament (laughs) in in the most I mean like honestly running these online tournaments is the most cobbled thing in the world because how many resources do we use to run these tournaments it's like let's run the bracket on this let's communicate on discord let's also stream on this and let's use this program and let's have this game's lobby and this game's you know like if you can run the fact that we can even run on tournaments i think is almost nothing short of a miracle so i have I have a lot of a lot of empathy and a lot of respect for people who can actually run these kind of things so yeah that's cool yeah I'm, I'm glad that everything went well um I think every year
2: frosty's my my main concern is why are you running 55 different games and even this year when they were all online I was like man that's a lot of online games to run but once again, they, they pulled it off, so, you know, heads off to them.
1: Yeah. Did you guys watch much?
0: I did not get a chance to. No, uh, I saw a few highlights from High fight and such, but uh, I did not get a chance to watch a lot of it, unfortunately. Awesome
2: Alpha 2, I commentated Marvel, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did get to watch them. I watch all of Marvel for the most part. Yeah,
3: yeah uh, I think actually, that was, awesome.
0: that was the interesting thing. I mean, I don't know if I would put Frosty Faustings in my top three this year, because it was definitely very short on uh, some Jay Chenzor commentary here. So, you know, I'm, I'm just like, you know, just saying, just saying, Mr. Elvin's Shadow.
1: So they got to bribe you for (laughs) you to put them as top three. Is that what we're saying here? Yep. You're (laughs) actually going (laughs) to say it, huh? (laughs) He is (laughs)
2: extorting Frosty Faustings for next year.
1: Wow. Oh, man. Well, I watched some. I I was doing Mortal Kombat commentary for the Mortal Kombat Pro competition on Saturday, so I didn't watch part of it, but I did watch a bunch of it. Otherwise, I watched MK. I watched uh, as part of uh, Plus R, even though I don't really know that much about the game. It was right. just fun to watch. I knew people were really stoked about it. I watched some of the Marvel. Um, I watched some of Power Rangers. Nice. Yeah, I, I mean, I I tried to watch a good chunk of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, everybody was happy. Guilty Gear Plus R was back there. I mean, just overall, Guilty Gear yeah. is a better game than Blaze Blue, right? So, like, you know, so just it's always has well, been. It well, always has been. Well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I said this should have been a 5-5 topic I don't know where this came from We could have a whole discussion about this
1: The backstory to that is that uh, On Facebook, James said that Guilty Gear is better than Blaze Blue, And I was like, that's not right
0: I didn't say it. You're trying to make me say it go first here. <laughs> How dare
1: you, James.
0: You're Why trying you to make me talking? go first here. I was just taking up position for no
1: reason. Nobody was even talking about Guilty Gear it's versus true.
2: BlazBlue. The true story is David decided to post, Blaze Blue is way yeah. better than Guilty Gear. And James that? said that's not true. <laughs> that's the okay, real maybe.
1: story, guys. Maybe, maybe. I mean, my memory is not that great, so I can't confirm or deny. But that, that could be the case for all I know. <laughs> unclear. <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Blaze Lou. Um, but I, like I said, I did, I did watch a, a good amount, and it was cool. It was really exciting to see how excited other people were.
3: Yeah.
1: Commentary was good. That was fun. Uh, it was won by KB Nova with Zappa. Yeah. And God, Zappa. Elvin Shadow in his own tournament, as he always does, uh, got to grand finals. Uh, he got second place with Faust, naturally. Peppery Splash was third. Yeah, that was that was fun. Again, I don't know very much about it, but it was a lot of fun for me to watch.
0: Dude, Zappa, uh, nightmares, man. <laughs> that was my friend's main. I had to fight Zappa forever. <laughs> like, I would literally, like, my friend and I would just be like, want to play Guilty Gear this, t- this weekend? Okay, I would drive to his house at about noon when I used to wake up at that time. And then uh, we would sit there and play and, uh, until, like, 11 p.m. <laughs> like, it was literally, like, 11 hours of Guilty Gear that by the time we were done, like, we couldn't stand up because our legs had gone numb from sitting for so long and everything. And it wow. was painful. But, like, he would play so much Zappa. And I, oh, God, that character drives me up the wall. I have, like, nightmares of this character. And I'm so glad this character has never come back and Exert so far. <laughs> well, guess what? Zappa's going to be back
1: for Strive. No yeah. problem. sick. It'd Maybe be... they could do some of the stuff now tech-wise. It would be pretty interesting.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm scared because, like, obviously with Strive, they've simplified a lot of the characters. So I'm curious if they did put Zappa in there, would they go yeah. as hard on Zappa as they do or you know like I even think if they put Johnny in there they would probably just get rid of the whole mist mechanic which they should have done years and years ago because the mist mechanic has never been fair wow. <laughs> like it's either been useless or it's too good because if you can find a way to land it people will find a way to land it and it's too good and if you take away all the good ways to make, it, make you land it then it's useless so just get rid of the mechanic to be honest,
1: so, hey, you're, you're the Johnny head, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He's probably is probably not coming back, yeah.
0: No, I was a Johnny <laughs> main, I've always been a Johnny main. Uh, I played the very first character in Guilty Gear X that I got good at was Johnny because he had the mist cancels, and I was like, This is so fascinating, and this is cool because it's like you're always doing something. So, I've just been a Johnny main since then. Skullgirls was
1: there. to Kill Sage won it. Swift Fox Dash got second. Triviality third, and Sonic Fox fourth. Um, boy, I just realized I forgot to add something to the game news. I'll
2: <laughs> do that there on the break. go, David?
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One shot. But there were there were announcements there that we'll get to later. Oh uh, yeah, um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, me. Ultimate Marvel Three was won by Ray Ray. Versus uh, Escalante got second place.
2: Dude, super sick. Ray Ray comebacks. (laughs)
0: Ray Ray
1: comebacks.
2: Yeah, no, no X Factor Sentinel. Pretty good, classic Ray Ray. Classic
0: Ray Ray. Ray, There is no Sentinel except Ray Ray Sentinel in Marvel Three, dude.
2: (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa! You're forgetting about GC Yoshi, okay? (laughs) The 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 truest Sentinel of them all.
0: Wasn't he the one that? Got that, like, three-second kill off of season one X-Factor against, uh, at, like, one of the NorCal tournaments? Was that somebody else? I could be if it was him.
2: I mean, he's the raw-ass king. He just runs yeah. up in his ass, so that would make <laughs> sense.
1: I don't remember who that was.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that very famous match where he just, like, happy birthday. He, like, Merry Christmas him or something, and, like, the mm-hmm. whole team exploded. Uh...
1: Second seven is won by Shadow20Z. Third strike was won by what up Neem. Exodus got second place. Shoutouts to Exodus. He's he's good. I used to know him back in the day in MDVA. Mm, nice. That's cool. Dagger G got fourth place. What? Who got four names from ancient times? They you dro- just skipped over
2: third because Dagger G got fourth? That's rude.
1: Congratulations to the Lance Show for getting third. Dagger yeah, G? Dagger G.
2: What <laughs> Hawaii's own Dagger, Dagger G? <laughs> that's the guy from Hawaii,
0: right? right? Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah.
1: Dagger G, my—I uh, didn't know the guy very well, but like he would be on SRK, and we all knew he was good. But he was in Hawaii, so like you know, you can't play anybody from across the ocean in that way. There's no online player, or anything. Uh, so he would—he would be in there like posting about tech and stuff. And I remember one instance where somebody was like, how do you punish this with Remy? I can't figure out how to do this. And he was like, oh, all you gotta do to punish is just do Kara flash kick. Kara cancel flash kick, you know, easy. (laughs) He's like, yeah, I do it all the time. (laughs) And we were all like, no, you don't, that's not right. And then later on he came to EVO and he was like, he was doing that stuff for sure. He was actually doing (laughs) those (laughs) things. It was was actually awesome. It
0: was always him and Leviathan. They would come from Hawaii to play in like the NorCal regionals and stuff. Uh, James James Wong, uh, who I always thought was funny, because I would always run into James in the tournament. We're both James, and we actually have the exact same uh, birth date. I don't remember if it's the same year. I'm definitely, I think I'm pretty sure I'm older than him, but we have the same birthday, so there you go. Wow,
1: cool. Ultra um, David's Ultra Chan Award for Upcoming Player of the Year, or whatever our category is, Newcomer of the Year, <laughs> Mighty Unjust. Got first place in Mortal Kombat 11. So oh, good job to Ultra did, David for calling did, who that. He, okay. Who did he defeat? He beat Fueled Punk, who's a really good cobalt player. Right.
0: Cool.
1: Yeah. Power Rangers was won by Chimera. Alpha 2 was won by John Choi. Second place, Justin Wong. Third place, yep. Alex Valle. Oh, my oh. God. Old oh, man. What? Let's go. What you <laughs> James, you, you
2: didn't take top three.
0: Even with all of these people playing Alpha 2 now on Fightcade, you know, all these new people coming up with all this new tech and everything, the old men still took it, dude. All three You're of them. You're
2: telling are... me the guys that got to play the game for 20 years before everyone else won? Oh my. All what a revelation. The
0: men won. Yes, years. and that includes Justin Wong. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, th- those guys should win, man. They've been play. They have 20 years' experience. No,
0: on everybody says these days we learn games in the same pace as 20 years in two months now, and we have all the tech and frame data. And frame data would clearly, ma- anyways. Yeah, I'm gonna shut up now.
1: <laughs> I don't know who Veritas is, but Raf aka, is this DS who got fifth place? Because it says Chun Li. I don't know. Probably. That sounds about right. God, there's uh there's just a ton of games, and I'm not going to get to all of them. But uh again, it sounded like it was run really well.
0: I mean, sounds like everybody had a good time.
1: It was in. Oh. What's that?
0: Veritas is in our chat apparently. Oh, sick! Good work, <laughs> yo! Good
1: work. That's awesome. Are you also ancient?
0: That's a good question. Is Veritas?
2: I just ancient? I want to know because. Is I hope Veritas is fifteen years old.
1: DS is also old school. If it is indeed DS, thirty-five. 35
0: there it is. There it is. 30 thirty-five. Five. Old, old men, men baby. It's Those 35. old games. I'm. T- uh, anyways, this is a whole five-five topic. I'm not gonna get into right now. So.
3: Thirty-five
1: is middle old. It's not. It's not old now. It's pretty old, you old it's man. Bummer. I'm. I'm older than that. I mean, what's yeah, Justin yeah, now? You're an
0: old man. What's Justin
2: now? Justin's like a couple years older than me, so he's mid 30s too. I think see. he's
1: thirty five. Yeah, because I, th- I think he's two years younger than me. So that yeah, would...
0: you're you're all old. so there yeah. you go. So if Correct. I'm calling Justin an old man, then Veritas definitely counts as an old man as well. So
1: good job, all the old folks in Alpha Two, etc. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to note that let's let me get the tweet here from Frosty Faustings. 100% of the winners were paid out their share of $18,000 by Matcherino about 24 hours after the event.
0: Dude. Um, big props,
1: as always, to Matcherino and the people involved in that. I'm That's telling so
0: cool. you, right now, you know, we just had this converse. I mean, someone just, uh, who was it? Uh, like, there was that Vice uh, uh, thing that came out and had that little graphic of how much money has been earned by the different communities and everything like that. And, you know, I've talked about a lot of times how sponsorship is hard for FGC. I don't even think if we went to PC it would make a difference because we all play without headphones on the floor and all these things like that. Like, what do we need gaming chairs and shit like that for, right? I've always been all about non-endemic sponsors. Really, honestly, Match Arena, I think, is the future and the key because, like I said, they're a mediator between the sponsors and the tournaments. And that's what's gonna help raise a lot of our prize pools, honestly. And they pay them out in twenty four hours. I'm like, I don't know. I I'm such a Macharino stand these days because I believe in it so much. But I just I I understand. They're
2: not to start paying us, man. All we do is talk nice about them. We need. They need to start ponying up if we're gonna keep giving them free. I mean, you're in the chat. You need to. Ultrachentv at gmail.com, all right? We need to talk, bud.
0: (laughs) See? Tubaware is now using my strategy for the Frosty Faustings things, right? No top three placements in our year awards unless you contact (laughs) us. So there you go. Yeah, we're expecting
1: expecting payment within 24 hours.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I'm look, if they if they want me to help out, dude, just let me know, dude. I would love to be I would love to help out Match Reno. I definitely believe in them so much and I and I think what they're doing is so wonderful and great, and they really do help take a lot of the difficulty out of uh, what to do for running tournaments. So
1: So the last thing that I want to talk about with Frosty Fastings is just kind of get what you guys think about the idea of offline tournaments just going entirely online it's this is not the first time but some of the other majors didn't do that they either just didn't run at all or they had like retrospectives again like some definitely did also do online events but
2: well i mean what do some you what do you guys think about said they're not going to do an online thing like combo breaker they're just going to do their
1: yeah. video thing
2: the weekend combo breaker would have been and i haven't heard anything from ceo yet but I would assume most probably don't run off online events. I would find a way to keep my brand relevant and not run a tournament doing it because mm. it's a lot of work and you need a lot of volunteer help to do that. Mm. So, and there's there's nothing that there's no way for them to gain any money back. There's no venue fees. There's nothing like that. So if they're paying all these people to help them run their event, well, it's just a huge debt loss for the TOS and it doesn't make much sense.
0: Yeah, but I mean, well that's. A good as, reason as frosty fausting says in the chat you know combo breaker got caught at the at the 12th hour of planning so this year they might be able to do something some people are saving even the note from combo breaker that's what kashik is saying that it sounds like maybe they might do uh, an online event so who knows who knows
1: i would personally like to see it i yeah. i understand if there are financial reasons not to like you're talking about with staff that obviously makes total sense Mm-hmm. I just would like to see more of these names again, like Frosty Faustings, like the other majors that we're just right. accustomed to being able to go to and talk about. It's nice to have this conversation. Like, yeah. This conversation of like who did well at like all these different <laughs> games. And this was the first time in a while that I watched multiple different fighting games in mm. a weekend. And- I was saying just a few weeks ago that like I feel like I only watch. Mortal and Street Fighter and KI, because those are the games that I play. But I watched all these other games this weekend, and that was cool. I missed doing that.
0: Yeah, and and honestly, like, I I just feel like one of the coolest things about running these online tournaments is we get to focus on different games now. I mean, Alpha 2 tournament, them's fighting herds, you know, Killer Instinct and stuff. We get to focus on these games and reward them for having good net code, you know? I mean, I just... I, mm. I I like being able to highlight these games with good net code. Because it's just... it's It shows what... How much expansion... Because even when the pandemic is over, whenever the hell that's going to be, and we get back to offline tournaments, because we need to, because offline is very important, there should still be a lot of online stuff. And, you know... I think w- this kind of pushed the transition to having a lot more online events faster. Obviously, it, without it, we would probably still be very far behind on it. But the way that it's working now, I feel like that this has really opened up the the, the idea of just having online tournaments everywhere. And, uh, you know, I think it's a good thing. And, and I think highlighting the games that have it is sending a strong message to a lot of the developers the on how important the netcode is.
2: Yeah, I was just going to say the same thing, James. I just hope that devs are watching Twitch Rivals and they're watching Frosty Faustings online and going, huh, maybe having online play that works is really, really important for the longevity of our games. Yeah. That's all I can really hope for. <laughs> and,
0: and, right. and honestly, you know, saying that rollback, I mean, online would still be looked down upon. Like I said, that was the exact feeling we had about consoles for the longest of time. And it wasn't even about accurate ports. Right, we had accurate ports. MVC two and CVS two were the exact same game running on the exact same hardware. They were a hundred percent accurate. But just playing at home with joysticks and stuff, not in the cabinet next to each other, duh, 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 duh. like this is not legit. Like that's not gonna last very long. Online tournaments are gonna be every bit as legit. Just give it a couple more years when it's very normal. And uh people will stop saying stuff like that. I, I, I like I said, I think the transition is almost identical so
1: mm. all right let's move on here. okay There were other tournaments to talk about. for example tournaments <laughs> Well, one of them, of course, was the SFL Pro JP, the Street Fighter League out in Japan had its finals over the weekend. Did you guys watch it? Nope, nope. I didn't either.
2: I'm it busy was... watching everything else.
1: Uh, I, I was, it was pay per view, so <laughs> I was busy commentating other stuff, and then I was watching other stuff, and I was like, well, if the pay per view is just for now, like I'm not gonna be watching it right now anyway, I would rather just wait a week. So I'm, I'm waiting a week. It's gonna be free to watch. I don't even know who won. The text underneath that we're showing right here is news to me. I actually had, didn't oh, know. Oh, sorry.
0: I, I thought... I mean, a
1: spoiler for me. Well, now you know, David. <laughs> now I know.
0: Hi-Fight was tweeting about it, and since Hi-Fight has, like, 50K followers, I figured everybody would know by now, right? So,
2: Nope. Thanks, James. Thanks, Spoiled James. it for everyone. Thanks, James. Spoiled it for everybody.
1: The other thing to actually talk about here is that um, the Capcom Pro Tour is going to... Online, are we? I guess we're we didn't end up changing that. All right, we'll talk about that in the community part. Yep, we'll talk about that in the community part. That's all for now. We can take a break and then we'll do a wheels. We'll do
0: a wheels. Oh, okay. So that, that, then, then we're, we're okay here. Oops, oops, I accidentally did this. This I just, I
1: thought we were going to rearrange the order, but this is what I was going to do
0: here, there. There we go.
1: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay, we
0: should
1: we should go to break and then. All we'll right,
2: have... let's go break and do a wheels.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Well, here's what's happening. Definitely is that we're gonna take a break and then we'll have wheels on to talk about Killer Instinct, etc., and Twitch Rivals. All
0: right, be right back, guys. Be right back.
1: Let's <sighs> uh, do a wheels. Well, do a wheels. All right, wheels. Are
2: you getting in the chat or what? Or water. Well, well,
0: well. Let's see here.
3: Well,
1: well. Oh, yes. Oh, you on, gotta, man? You gotta volumize yourself there.
0: I can also volumize him from over here, too, so...
1: Yeah, I'm gonna do the same.
0: Okay. I need mean, you yeah.
3: Dayton, how you feeling? Feeling good. Still, like, good, tired, but I'm, I'm doing all right. Well, thanks for coming on
2: the show. We appreciate
3: it. I appreciate right. you having
2: me. To let you know how important you are to us, Dayton, we turned down Maximilian to have oh, you Oh, my
3: Lord.
2: <laughs> we That's told Max, true. wait a minute. Wait a minute, you, Max. Want
3: the, you want to? You can come receivers? next week,
2: but this week, we have Dayton J. Oh,
3: my Lord. That's what we told him. True story. <laughs>
0: Jesus. Hey. <laughs> oh man. We'll definitely try to get Max next week, though. <clears throat> <laughs> mm.
3: One second.
2: Hmm. David, are you are you eating? I am. God damn it. Why? Every time,
0: dude. I. It doesn't even matter. I don't even know what the story behind the tech issues were, Frosty things. I don't even care. (laughs) Because like I said, I just know how hard it is to run things online, man. Yeah, it's all good. People don't have an appreciation for how hard these things are to do, man. Like, ugh. Like, everyone just thinks... (laughs) I mean, I'm Mr. Tech Issues, right? And most of my tech issues are... I didn't do anything. Next week it stopped working. <laughs> and it's like, what the heck? Ugh.
1: I'm eating pasta with mushrooms and garlic and tomatoes and a little bit of uh, white wine in there, some Parmesan.
2: That's a real fancy way to say Jasmine's butt. <laughs> A lot of words you're using there. We know the truth.
0: I'm glad you think my tech issues are endearing because they're absolutely frustrating to me. <laughs> uh, they're absolutely maddening. But I forgot who I was working with recently is just like, Someone was doing something and just like everything stopped working for them for no reason and they were like, what the heck it's God, it's so crazy, dude Video
2: games Yeah. Well, uh, I'm all set if you guys are
1: I am almost set
0: Ads not done yet
1: Uh Actually, I'm just getting the skull rolls news collated. Uh,
0: oh, God. yeah, you
2: forgot that, huh? I did <laughs> that's okay we all make mistake statement
0: oh trust me it is not hard to make me mad dude i am i've been i've had a bad temper my whole entire life and i get mad more like not even like at crazy things i get mad like this weekend um just as a random ass story like i i take all these medication during lunch and I had saved all my soda because I forgot to bring my meds with me and I did all these errands and stuff but I saved a little bit of soda in my soda cup just to take the meds when I got home. I got home and I spilled the cup and like I can't even tell you how pissed off I was at that because all of my plans and I had done everything right and then I fucked it up at the end and I was so mad Oh my god! I was so angry about that because like you gotta you
2: gotta stop sweating the small things here, James.
0: Dude, it's just that's just the way it works, and it, it doesn't matter. Obviously, I can get another drink for the for it, but the fact that I had planned it and I was successful and I worked it all out, and then I still fucked it up at the end. I was so mad.
2: Well, uh, I was gonna say I, I hate to tell you, but you weren't successful
0: because right. you still it at the end. I mean yeah in the end I wasn't Whoa. dude oh god So angry Let's party Yeah
2: let's do it My boy Dayton J
0: Let's freaking go <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back to the Tuesday Show. We are moving on to our interview segment, as we always do after the break. And today, to celebrate the successful KI Twitch Rivals events, we have on Wheels, a.k.a. Mr. Dayton J. And welcome. Hello, hello, hello. welcome, Dayton. How you doing?
3: I'm good. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
2: Well, thanks for coming on, man. Especially, you know, last minute. I only asked you today. I had to wait to make sure you didn't place, like, 32nd before I invited you on. Because <laughs> then you'd be right where me and David were. You wouldn't have much of a story to tell. But
3: yeah. I would care
2: for you the whole time, man. I'm I'm glad you did as well as you did. Uh, I, I thank you. I appreciate it.
0: I, I so mean, I wouldn't have worried about all. it too much, Dayton, because if we couldn't have people who finished 32nd on the show, I would be the only person here talking to you right now. So you know,
3: <laughs> just, just saying. Oh. So. Dang, I was going to get on here regardless. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so
0: you got
1: second place in the Ki Twitch Rivals event yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk with us about like how that path was for you?
3: Um, you mean, like, the top eight, or...
1: Like, how was your bracket? Like, what do you think like, about oh, the players you played against? How were the matches? Oh, sure. yeah.
3: Right, um, okay, so I had to play Venom Buster first, who is, like, a top three, um, Conra, uh, currently. Um, so that was pretty tough, but thankfully, I wasn't ranked at the time, and... <laughs> Uh, or beforehand. And I actually ran into Freaky Jason. Who was, who was also in the tournament. Yeah, But I think he was on the other side. And um. So I was able to get like. Some kind of practice. Good. And. So I beat him 2-0. And then I had to play. Uh, cra- crazy Skate Nate. <laughs> and uh. Man. That man. That man is actually a cheater. Like, <laughs> he finds the craziest tech. Like, you wouldn't even believe. And, uh, so I was kind of nervous, I'm not gonna lie. Um, but I was confident against, you know, any, uh, character that he would pick. So he ended up picking, a uh, Orchid. I went to Gargos. To stay safe. Okay. And I ended up... Um, winning 2-0. He actually tried to like underpick me. In the second game with uh, Shago. Um, but I was able to get away with that one. So I was thankful <laughs> for that. Yeah. And then... Um, I had to play... Mace. Next. For top 8. And I was like, are you serious right now? But... Me and him play like all the time, like
2: yeah. That's that's your bro, right? Like yeah, that's good. That's my, that's my guy, yeah.
3: So like he's one of my main train partners right now, um and I think, in my opinion, he's the best like ki player, mm-hmm. like overall right now. He's right. the best. Um, but I just have some so much like. Experience against him, that you know, I know his tendencies and stuff like that, and you know, I was able to like, you know, kind of adjust pretty quickly, and I was able to get past him as well. Um,
0: See, I, I honestly feel like uh, it another just...
3: way was that another two zero. It
2: was. So you said, "Oh, I've been real nervous, real nervous," but you two 2-0'd everyone so far. <laughs> yeah,
0: and then I two zero i oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was saying, like, I, you are no, no, also like, oh, you know, base is, like, the best player in KI right now. I 2 0 him, so yeah, now clearly I'm the best everything. player in KI right now. Yeah. Right? That's where you're going with this, right?
3: <laughs> no, I'm really trying not to. I just think he's so
0: confident. He, he when did beat want. me, yeah.
1: so you know he's strong. That's uh,
2: true.
3: He's that's, definitely that's the
1: best. He made it through me, so congrats yeah. to you. Yeah,
3: yeah, see? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I, we just had too much experience against right. each other. Like it could have yeah. went either way, um, honestly. And then, um, then I had to play Palace and top eight. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm ready. I picked up Fulgore uh Recent, or I'd say last year, because I was having a lot of trouble against. Like I'm still not forgiving you for that, but go ahead. I'm sorry, but you know I'm trying to get these W's, and you know, <laughs> you know, anytime I can counter you know, I got to do it. And I was having filthy a lot of K. trouble. I of I say it again. It's the filthy Ki players. Yeah. Know you play dude, on. you
0: can't, you can't give, you can't let Tuo get away with stuff like that. He's a rash player.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> Only true, true intellectuals play rash. Okay. Oh my. <laughs> anyway, Apex Jabaley. Tubeware, these are these are saints Ah. of our time. Okay, in the FGC, you're welcome that we play rash.
3: Um, see, (laughs) you know what? I'm just gonna let (laughs) that go. Anyway, for the best. Anyway, so I picked up Fulgor because I was having trouble against characters like Ritter and Aganos, and he does very well against those characters. So, the only character that Letalus could have picked uh, to possibly counter me would have been Omen. Mm. Oh. And he didn't. He went, He actually uh, went to Idol, which I was not expecting. Um, but he did, and then I was able to close that out. Yep. Um, 2-0 as well. Another 2-0. Then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. right in the winner's final, so... It's yeah, that was basically my... Beat everyone 2-0. Yeah. <laughs> I I was not I was scared because I'm like wait it's gonna be two out of three I don't like that at all I was like oh no I might be screwed here but luckily I was like all right let me just hop in the rank real quick and. <laughs> You know, get that 1st of 2 practice real quick, and it, it, it paid off, I guess. So <laughs>
0: I was so scared so I was screwed, so I counterpicked him and 2-0'd him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know,
2: yeah. So what happened yeah. the, the first time you played Hologram, then? Walk us through that, if you don't mind.
3: Um, so, Hologram is very oppressive, um, as you can see. Um, he's also a cheater. Um, so I was like, you know what? I haven't played him with Idol before. And I highly doubt that he's played many good idols. Other idols. Eagle. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, So I was like, you know what? Let me try it. And then that was a terrible idea. So <laughs> yep. I was like, all right. Let me try a better matchup. So in the past, I've had um, some su- some success uh, against him with uh, Fulgore. So I was like, all right. I'll try this. And... That didn't work either, so I was like, "All right, you know what? I'm just gonna go up the tried and true gargos." And it worked for like a game and a half, and then again he, he started cheating again, and then he was <laughs> <keeping laughs> in that fourth game and filthy cheater. Yeah, yeah filthy cheater. But you know, um, yeah, but I mean, honestly, it's really hard to beat them. It's really hard to beat them.
2: I mean, I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah, Hologram's one of the best Thunders, and Thunders is a scary character, so...
3: Yeah, definitely.
2: But I mean, like... So in the grand so... finals,
1: you started out in Losers' side, and it was the same matchup, you versus Hologram. Yes. Um, and, and going into that, how, what did you think about how you were going to approach it differently?
3: I was like, alright, I had, I had decent success with my Gargos, so I'll just stick with it and see what happens. Uh, try to adjust, you know, anything on the fly that I could, and, um, like, the zoning was working, so I was kind of, like, just trying, you know, different layers, like, in the zoning war, um, to, like, really try to keep him pinned back, and for the most part it worked, but it's, like, when he got in, he stayed in, and that was the issue, so... When you, you were know.
0: down 0-2, though, in the first set, I mean, did you just feel like it was over? Like, how how do you even have that mentality to bring it back three games in a row like that? I mean, talk to me about, like, the mindset for that.
3: At that point, it's literally like, you know, you... You, uh... Um... It's, it's you know, you lose or die. You know, you win or die. So... <laughs> You just got to play how you play. If it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But, you know, you you can't dwell on it too much. You just got to, like, you know, play your game. Play the best that you can play. Nice. And I tried to do that, and it worked out for that set. And then, you know, the second set, I was going to try to do it again, and it just didn't work out that fourth game. I kind of actually choked that fourth game. Uh, big time but you know i can't be too mad um you know again it's just really tough fighting him sure
1: we, we were talking about this before while we were talking about the twitch rivals event but it did seem in the chat like people were rooting for you over hologram and we were saying how <laughs> it has felt rare for people to be rooting for a zoner which is how you were playing gargos what yeah. is going on there people were definitely in your corner
3: i don't know uh you know what i can think of a few things
0: uh i mean outside of the fact that hologram is a cheater i mean like what (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, garland is not cheating at all (laughs) um i think people like the minion the minion dynamic and you know how i use them and how i can control them i think people like you know watching stuff like that and see what i can do with it um (laughs) You know, I don't know. Maybe uh maybe we're finally evolving into, you know, a civilized <laughs> society. I don't know. <laughs> Zoning where, where
2: Gargos can run free and plant all the minions you'd like. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. Good old respectable gargos with nothing cheap <laughs> or unusual at all.
2: Look, man, people hate grapplers. Nobody wants to see a grappler win. Also, everyone loves Dayton. This that's why he was getting all the cheers. Every, who doesn't I mean, like Wheels? Name one person who was like, that Wheels guy, pff, get him out of here. Not a single person has ever thought that. I mean, hologram, I mean, he's got to have, value. he probably doesn't have many, but he has at least one guy who's like, I hate Chief Thunder so much <laughs> that Hologram
3: should lose. So that's yeah. why,
2: that, you know, Wheels had all the fanfare.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know. It was just one of the things, but I'm thankful thankful they enjoyed the game and it to to death but you know it was just mad fun complaining this whole thing was just mad fun
0: yeah i, I mean you just tweeted this earlier today in fact just <clears> about <throat> a couple of hours ago uh you had 200 plus new twitter followers you said 400 plus new yeah. twitch followers 100 plus new twitch subs i mean yeah everybody yeah was you, that's and, awesome like yeah. How does that make it was you
3: feel? It, it's it's crazy. It's like and I even looked at like my video producer and I saw that um that stream alone had like five K uh total views. Nice. So I was like, gee, it's it's <laughs> crazy, man. I never thought like anything of that magnitude could ever happen, you know. I just like to stream, you know, when I can and you know, just play games at the highest level that I can. And that's pretty much it, you know? Simple. Yeah.
1: Well, you've been in these situations before of being in, like, grand finals or top three or top four at big events. I feel like I can think of a bunch of examples of that for you. Um, uh-huh. But you end up with second place. Is it? <laughs> do you feel like you're... You're not quite at getting that first place. What, what's
2: going yeah, on? Are, are you? Yeah. What's going on with? The, are you the Mike Ross? Essentially, you said a fourth. You get second. Is
3: that? What, <laughs> I, I think I'm cursed. You know what? You know what I think it is. So this is the problem. If anybody follows sports, okay, I'm from Wisconsin. Every major Wisconsin team <laughs> is cursed. They cannot win championships. <laughs> They haven't won anything in 11 years now. That's, you you, that you that,
2: understand. I know that you're not that old, Dayton, but you understand yeah. man. 11 years in sports is nothing.
0: Yeah, I was, city, like, I, haven't not. I was like, sure. like sure, dude. Yeah,
1: it has not been that long for some of these teams, for sure. Yeah, that's 11 true. years, that's nothing.
2: Yeah,
3: but, but the thing is, is that they've also had multiple opportunities, and they lost every... Single time. So it's it's like one of them things. Well,
2: <laughs> as a Chicago sports fan, I can say hold that shit. I hope you guys never <laughs> win.
3: But you got the Blackhawks, you got the Bulls, you got, I've you know. seen
2: my fair share of dynasties. I'm not complaining. I yeah. just, would also not like to see you guys win ever.
3: <laughs> Tubular wants asking, want to
1: yeah. both win and also see you lose. Like, exactly. He wants both sides of that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, can,
3: I, can, I can deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> see, me and Tubular also got beef from like Street Fighter 4 days. Bro, yeah. all right.
1: So for
2: those of you who don't know, the way I met Dayton, and the reason I still actually even call him Dayton, I met him way back in the days when Street Fighter 4 came out. I bodied him online, of course, free. But he hit me up. He was like, hey, man, you're really good. Do you want to play games? Sure, we added, we've been best friends on Xbox Live since like 2000, like middle of 2009 or whenever when
1: wow. Street Fighter
2: 4 came out. That's funny enough, that's also how I met Max, Maximilian. But he beat me and I hit him up because I played Ken at the time. And he was like, yeah, sure, add me. And that's how I became friends with oh, a lot of people in the FGC now actually. That's so cool. Just randomly <laughs> playing online. So seeing yeah. him, like I, I always am so happy seeing him where he where he grew and how strong of a player he became uh because when i met him i had no idea that you know he was in a wheelchair i was like whatever i'm playing this dude online never seen his face don't know what he looks like how old he is and now he's this you know wheelchair kid beating up everyone and it's amazing i love (laughs) Nathan so much i I, I, i'm his biggest fan number (laughs) one wheels fan right here
0: let's go yeah i mean just as another question though i mean Obviously, you know, uh, we hadn't talked about that yet, but uh, obviously, you know, you are in a wheelchair and you're playing fighting games at the highest levels. Uh, you know, mm. people talk about, you know, Broly Legs a lot and stuff like that. I mean, talk yeah, to really. us about, you know, what what the drive and, and you know, how, how much you've had to overcome to get to this point where you are one of the best players in your respective game.
3: Um. I'd say a good deal. So, this is the thing. Um, You mentioned He He's the only reason that I didn't quit Mm -hmm. um, playing Street Fighter. I saw the video of him from uh, Cross Counter. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, that documentary um, Mm -hmm. video. I remember And I I was, like, close because I was, like... I didn't... You know, I wasn't, like... I wasn't, like, invested in Street Fighter Four. But I enjoy playing it maybe not like competitively. I liked it though, and I would always like you know jump from game to game back in the day. Um, and I saw this video I was like I was like man if he can do it, then I can do it and I just got to figure out how to play a game my way and it just took some time to do that but you know I was able to you know do something. You know, at least build a fi- foundation over time and, you know, finally learn how to play fighting games. And then, you know, just everything else kind of just fell into place. So
2: what was it about Killer Instinct that let you play your way? Because obviously before Gargos came out, you know, you were playing Wolf and Orchid and etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. What about mm-hmm. KI made you feel like this is the game?
3: Um, at first, I was like, I mean, honestly, I just thought the game looked cool. You know, that was it. And then I played it, and I was like, man, this game is really cool. <laughs> and thankfully, um, one thing that really helps is that there's macros built into the right stick, which gives oh, me, man. you know, more um, opportunities to press, you know, different buttons, stuff like that. So even something like that um, just helps me more. And I wish that other fighting games um, did that, or uh, like allowed you to map certain attacks or macros to each direction of uh, the right stick. It would help a lot. About that, that's super. Yeah,
1: (sighs) this is this is kind of in the weeds. But but what do you map to the right stick?
3: So if you go left or right, it's both mediums, like put together. Mm. So you can push them either way. The same button um, mm. down is throw and then up is instinct mm. uh, essentially. Wow, yep. Okay. So you can break combos, um, throw instinct. You can, um, and yes. one thing is one thing that's cool is if you press the mediums uh, in the neutral, um, you get uh, like a medium normal. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Mm, and, that, and that allows me to like play neutral. Oh, interesting. 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 Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because
0: the, the way mm-hmm. that you mapped it, all three of those are breakers, right? Down is light breaker, left right is yeah. medium breaker, and up is heavy breaker then.
3: Yes. Yep. Dang. Okay. Huh. That's really cool. cool. Yeah. And it's like that by default, too. You can't change it, but it's just like, oh, this works, you know. Might as well use it, so.
0: Right, right, right. Yep. So, I mean, you talked about how Broly inspired you uh, to keep playing and everything. I mean, you're probably, you know, you, you probably know this deep down inside that you will probably inspire a lot of people in very similar ways to keep playing fighting <laughs> games with how well you've been doing. Uh, what kind of advice would you give to other players who have, you know, some form of disability and, you know, to, to, to really be able to succeed at something that they may not initially believe that they have the ability to do?
3: Um, I would say... So... For me, I kind of had to accept, like... In some... In, I would say in every game, or at least most games, you're going to have a barrier. If you have a disability, you're going to have some type of barrier. So you have to figure out a way either you know past that or you know around that some way and that's okay and but you can master everything else that you need to win. You don't have to do everything. You just need to do what's important. <laughs> so I mean that's really I you know what's crazy? I really only use um, five of the six normals when I play KI. Or, you know, if I'm playing um... Uh... I'm trying to think. If I play Orchid, I can't do uh, medium kick uh, linkers because I don't have a medium kick button.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I can only do the damage linker or hmm. light and heavy kick rankers. Huh. So, yeah. But I don't need it. I'm still winning. Yeah. So, yeah. It's just kind of stuff like that. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, I know that Broly... I guess I haven't talked with him in SF5 about it, but in SF4, he would use the throw in neutral as well because it would come out as light kick. So, like, that was yeah. his light kick button as well as throw slash throw tech. Or, yeah. No, it was Crouch tech, mm-hmm. I guess in S F4, right? Yeah, you come yeah, out with crouching right. like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he was looking for these strategies as well. Yeah. And and for you I guess that's been a big part of the process too.
3: Uh yes. Yeah, and you know what I know about that OS too. because um, I saw him do it, I was like, wait, this works? Yeah. And I was like, Oh yeah, it works. I didn't I didn't use that um, OS specifically, but I was like I was like, you know, I get how this helps. Um mm-hmm. And, you know, it's stuff like that where you really have to um, explore the game and tailor it to you the best you can.
1: Makes sense.
3: Yep. Yeah, I think it's really
1: good advice what you said, that you don't have to do everything, you only have to do what's important. I think that's really Mm -hmm. good advice for everybody in fighting (laughs) games. I mean, I can see how it, you know, in particular applies to your situation, but for everybody in fighting games and maybe just in general, that's also just really good advice.
3: I think people tend to focus on the wrong things too much. And then they may not improve like they want to. And it's like, it's not, it's not difficult, but you also have to learn like what you should be Mm -hmm. focusing on on your own game.
0: Yeah, and and also playing to your strengths, right? I mean, so yep, people, some people out there aren't going to be the best execution players. So pick a character with less execution and focus on your reads and stuff. You know, don't don't yep. bust yourself trying to land this stupid, you know, one frame link in Street Fighter Four or something like that. You know.
3: Yep. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, exactly. man. Well, so huh. you're you're streaming quite a bit as well, right? You're doing some stuff on your own.
3: Um, I try every now and then. I don't have a um, a set schedule. Um, okay. usually I do stream Ki though when I do stream. Um, that's about it. I will be you know playing Guilty Gear when that drops. So hopefully I take a liking to that and you know I'm gonna I see how that goes. You
2: but... can make it just like the Street Fighter Four days.
3: What? <laughs> you know, I'm gonna be the best boss. I'm gonna you're try. You play Faust.
1: You can't play Faust. That's no I'm way. I can't. Okay then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now he's gonna
0: do it on purpose. Look, <laughs> yeah. Elven Shadow is in the chat somewhere, right? So I mean, you're gonna have some competition for that.
3: That's <laughs> okay. That's alright. <laughs>
0: But, uh, oh, oh uh, that's oh, right. Yeah, where can... One last uh, oh, one thing ahead. that I did want to ask, though, is what are your plans for the KI World Cup? You're planning to enter that and try to basically take that event coming up, right?
3: Yeah, I've been entering, like, some of the qualifiers and stuff like that. So, um, I don't know where I'm at in points. Uh, I think I'm like top eight somewhere. Okay. Um,. But, yeah, so far I have points for that event, so cool. I'll cool. definitely be in that, hopefully, if I don't choke too hard, but, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it will be in there. Yeah, so. Well, uh, yep. is
2: there anything that you wanted to touch on, Dayton, or do you want to plug your
3: socials or anything like that before you go? Uh, I got nothing. I'm basically Wheels FTC uh, everywhere, like literally everywhere, so, yeah. yep, that's it.
1: Nice. All right, Ooh. well, congrats on second place again. That was that was a good chunk of change, too, right? We didn't talk about this, but... It,
3: it, it was pretty nice, uh, not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> you know, for KI to have that kind of money is, uh, you know, not normal, so...
0: In 2021! <laughs> yeah. In 2020, yeah. Yeah, 2021, no less!
3: <laughs> yeah, I remember winning Frosty, and I got, like, 10% of that, so... Yeah, that was uh, that was nice. <laughs> that was nice. That's
1: awesome. Well, cool. Congrats again. You played super great. It was awesome to watch.
3: Um, thanks a lot for coming on, man.
1: Really appreciate it.
3: No, thank you for having me again. Have a good night, guys. Oh, hey, you, you too, dude. Take okay. Care. See you.
1: <laughs> I really like that point, just to reiterate that you need to focus on what's actually important rather than on everything right the, yeah sort yeah, of yeah. pick and choose what yeah. actually matters and again for somebody in his situation that like makes more sense i think for for most but it makes sense for everybody as well it's a really good advice in general
2: yeah that was just really strong but, advice like, <laughs> <all
1: right. laughs> I like, mean, good it, life advice yeah it's <laughs> just
0: one of those things that you know i have seen so many times i mean it is honestly one of my favorite things about uh like street fighter 4 because Street Fighter 4 in particular, I felt like was one of the best games at rewarding different players for different strengths. You might like Viper, but you don't have the execution for her, but you'll find somebody. You have a good character for the mathematical minds and like Dhalsim, but then you have the combo characters like Dudley and Sakura, mm-hmm. and then you just have the hard-read characters like Ryu still and stuff. So, you know, it's like I said, just find what makes it work for you right that's that's one of the trickiest parts about fighting games is that you know we get stuck on characters that don't work for us etc and uh, it's good to good to try to find what does work for you
1: sure all right well let's move on then
0: okay uh just kind of this funny topic that came up because um, uh, hi fight put out a tweet And, uh, you know, Hi-Fi loves Street Fighter V. And uh, there's so many complaints about Street Fighter V that are outdated, short-sighted, and just, you know, uneducated, essentially. One, of course, is which, you know, like, oh, there's no... It's not an honest fighting game like old fighting games, you know, that have footsies and everything. And he put that kind of as a quote and retweeted an Alpha 3 moment where, like, two people are playing, like, the jankiest neutral... (laughs) And then Zangief gets one out like a custom combo off and drains like 80% off of this Nash, you know. And so he's like on his fighting, you know. And so like I jokingly responded like I was like, "Look, okay, the reason why this was impressive is because, you know, Zangief did this and he that OTG grab is like one or two frame timing. But no, you're right, actually. Alpha 3 is super jank. Like, there's no such thing as honest fighting games. and, <laughs> and I mean, I, I, I kind of honestly uh, feel that way. I honestly feel that way, that there really isn't such a thing as honest fighting games. And it kind of started an interesting discussion, so I'm curious what your guys' take all this is. Like, do you think that there's really such a thing as an honest fighting game? Or...
1: <laughs> First, no. I just want to say that that video was from Jiuna, who was showing it in a way that was supposed to be anti-grappler propaganda. But a lot of people in his mentions were just like, yeah, that was cool, right? Or like, I'm glad that you agree that this is... Because he phrased it, like, sarcastically. Like, oh, okay. This <laughs> is a master class in neutral and making the most of every opportunity or whatever quote that i actually i said that he was stealing from me when i said it uh sarcastically and and so he was trying to blow it up in that sense i think that was the whole point of this uh so i thought that that was funny that that was the that was a quote that got you talking about this um yeah i mean it's no of course well okay let me phrase it this way if there are honest fighting games I don't want to play them, and I don't think anybody else does either. Yeah, they maybe exist. I don't know, but (laughs) if they do, they'd be boring. (laughs) I don't want them. I want.
2: That's what I was gonna say. Any when I when I right away I said no, but that's because I meant any fighting game being played. Yeah, like Karate Champ is out there. Maybe that's honest, but nobody wants to play it. Like it's not. It's not fun. It's not fun. Even even games like Footsie's. There's dirt in that game
1: there's dirt in that game definitely
2: yeah there's (laughs) dirt in that game and it's a two-button game like yeah i it's yeah there's there's no such thing there's no such thing as a fun honest fighting game yeah it just doesn't it doesn't exist
0: walking up to somebody and just busting out a shoryuken like out of no ume ume shoryuing people in footsies is is not honest (laughs) yeah no,
1: yeah, I mean, high-fights in the chat saying footsies is not honest. Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't think anybody would claim otherwise. It, it, yeah, I think I think it's people... First of all, I feel like I hear that much less frequently than I used to, that some game is honest. That used to be a pretty common topic of conversation, mm-hmm. I feel, five, ten years ago maybe. And certainly like 15 years ago on the Short You Shoryuken forums, everybody was concerned about like which games were honest and which games were jank. <laughs> we didn't use the word jank, but you know, that, that, was, that was a big thing. And now I don't feel like it's as common. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm, I'm happy about that because I think it's kind of people either recognizing that actually every fun fighting game has wild stuff in it. Or just like not being that like idea not being passed on to the next generation of fighting gamers who like hopefully won't even pick up that stupid idea that some games are honest or not and that it matters anyway. Yeah, Uh, no, just have fun in games that you enjoy. And I I like that. I mean, I certainly like characters and matchups where I have to play good footsies. I think that's really fun. But I also think it's really fun to. I think we're talking about KI a lot this episode. I think this is a great example. I play General Rom in part because I think that his footsies are really fun and good. He's like the best Zangief <laughs> ever. He's got Stan Fierce is an incredible button. He's got these great footsies. And so you're like playing footsies in matchups where you play footsies. But then also you can do ninety-eight percent damage combos. Right. Yeah. And that's really K-I- pretty wild to be able to do.
0: KI uh, is so I, one I of the, like is, is honestly one of the least honest games. <laughs> Honestly, no. one of the least honest. Yeah, yeah, right.
1: It's a nice phrasing. Yeah, but no, just to say, like, I like all these sides of fighting games. I don't want to have a fighting game that feels like it's limited to one kind of idea or that only lets me do very conventional stuff. Um, I, it's just it's not going to hold my interest long term or even short term, to be honest. So, yeah. It's not the kind of game I, that it, I seek I see out. I don't know that people... it exists anyway, but if it does, I'm not into it.
2: I see a lot of people in the chat, too. You guys are confusing Balance for Honesty. There's a difference here. Yeah. A game yeah. can be very balanced and not be honest.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah for yeah.
2: example For example, killer instinct is very, very balanced. It is not honest. Like <laughs> there's a big difference between So look, here's the, and here's
0: the honest. hard truth, okay? When you complain about a game being not honest, it's just because you think that the opponent's character is janky and that you're playing honest and that your yeah, you're Yeah, you're
2: telling on yourself
0: yeah you, you, you <laughs> yeah. think oh, you're 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 thinking your character is not janky. but in truth, you just haven't found the jank for the character. Or the character is not good right <laughs> i mean that's my biggest complaint about lucia not that uh, my complaint about here is that she kind of is an honest character that she doesn't have enough jake like i want her to have more dishonesty because b- playing an honest character is not fun and it's not it's not strong enough honestly like you picked uh, her. You,
1: you picked her yep
0: yeah if you if you are <laughs> yeah. I mean like if I mean I pick her, I like her moveset and I didn't yeah. know I didn't know where she was at the time so of I course, thought she was course. much better than <laughs> at the time I thought she was a lot stronger <laughs> but what honest but people say by honest like I said there's no real descriptor of it what honest usually means is yeah. I'm actually Playing the game the way I think it's supposed to be played, and I'm actually using strategy, not a bunch of dirty tricks. That's what yeah. honest is to most people. I mean, people it means you earn it. your
2: hits, is what it means.
0: I, I feel like it doesn't. It doesn't.
1: It's not even a real. Easily defined term. It's like right, obscenity. Not, like you know it when you see it. It's, so yeah, it's like footsies like, isn't easily defined. Either. No, it's not.
2: It's right, not. Not, that, not at all. Yeah, not
0: at all. That's what I mean. I don't think it has a definition. I think it's yeah. what when you say you're this is honest. It's you're saying that you can win it the way that you think you're supposed to win the game. It's it, saying something is honest is just straight up opinion and straight up bias yeah. towards how you want. Like I said, there is no such thing as an honest fighting game. Every fighting game is dishonest because what we excel at in the FTC, and you see this no matter what game we play, is trying to break it. <laughs> like we try to break everything. My favorite story is still when uh, there was the. Uh, Spy Party or what was that game with the sniper and like the, the people had to pretend, oh, I know what you're
1: talking
2: about. you know,
0: that I don't game know. that was, Oh, at,
2: I, know, I know what game you're talking about. I don't know what it's called. Though.
0: It, it was yeah. the indie game that was at Evo <laughs> at the indie section <laughs> that they <laughs> had. And yeah, Seth yeah. Killian was really good friends with the guy who made that game. Spy Party. It was Spy Party. And Seth Killian literally walked up to the guy and was like, I guarantee you the best player of your game will eventually be a fighting game player. And the guy was like, there's no way. Like, the, I, like, why would you think that? And then after the game got released and they had the leaderboards, the person who was the best at the game was a fighting game player. <laughs> so <laughs> we're good right. at breaking things. And so, like, we're good at trying to make honesty as failing as possible because if your goal is to play a fighting game honestly you're playing fighting games wrong
1: <laughs> that's
0: that's just how I feel like
1: yeah I just think it's not it's just not real part of why no fighting game is honest is that the word honest in this context doesn't mean anything right. It's it is just people complaining about situations that they don't like how they've turned out for them I think that's—it's really what it's about—is they don't like how something has turned out. So that's—we can clearly differentiate that from something being balanced because balanced has a meaning. We all kind of know what that is. But this is a case where it's like obviously not the same because there's just no real meaning of this word. I feel like this is a big part of why it's not—not yeah. uh, not a concept that any fighting game uh, has.
0: All right. Yeah. Moving no. on. Uh, no. Okay. We don't no. need to talk about this anymore. All right. Moving like. on. Sick of this. Yeah,
1: I, I feel like it's very often nostalgia-driven. People feel like the way that they played a game b- from before was honest because it's what they're used to, and then new game doesn't play like that. So this game's not honest. I feel like I've heard that a lot.
2: Yeah.
0: Whatever.
1: Again, I don't think it matters. I mean,
0: I'll tell you this right now. As a person who loves Super Turbo to death, there is nothing honest about that game. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is one of the most dishonest games. I mean, when Damdai is literally winning tournaments by successfully getting the 50 50 unblockable Air Tatsu, there is nothing honest about this game.
1: <laughs> well, he feels he can control that game as opposed to SF5 or SF4. Uh, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Here's the next section it is the viewer questions of 5 5 matchup. I'm going to read them out for you, even though they're on the screen. Number one, do you think developers should design their fighting games in a way that promotes character specialized specialization slash character loyalty, or in a way that promotes multi-character use? Which of these is better overall for the players, spectators and competitive scene of a game? Number two, what do you think fighting game companies should learn from Killer Instinct besides net code? Number three, do you ever see a modded version of a fighting game replacing the original as the tourney standard? How about if it preserves all the original aspects of the game and just adds in new characters? Number four, in a build-your-own-robot fighting game, what kind of robot would you build? (laughs) Number five, what is more important in fighting games, the knowledge of a fighting game or the understanding of a fighting game? Number six, do you think older iterations of fighting games would have longer tails on their lifespans or could have retained larger dedicated communities if there were not official Pro Tours which focus on the latest entries, like... Street Fighter 4 to Street Fighter 5, and Injustice 2 to MK11. The winner is a tie, actually, and I guess let's go to number one first. Do you think developers should design their fighting games in the way that promotes character specialization slash character loyalty or in a way that promotes multi-character use? Which of these is better overall for the players, spectators, and competitive scene of a game?
2: Um, well, I I don't think developers ever come in thinking, we're going to make a game where you can pick up seven characters, or we're going to make a game where you better stick with one forever, because you're never going to be able to learn everything else. Like, I I don't think that's, like, necessarily a goal when they are, you know, drawing up their fighting game. Mm -hmm. Um, I think some games end up in a way that you can play multiple characters, and some games end up where it favors if you only play one or two, but I... I, 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 I'm not a game dev, I don't make video games, but I have a lot of friends that make it and I talk to them about their process and from what I've gathered over the years, how many characters the average player can pick up and play is not something that comes into thought when you're developing a fighting game.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's, it's, this is just, it's just one of those questions that it, it really isn't. It shouldn't be one way or the other. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. It should just You just make your game the way you want to make it, right? I mean, Yeah, some, yeah that's what I was saying, pretty much. Yeah, some games are going to promote the ability to play multiple characters. It's really kind of dependent on how strong the system mechanics are versus the individual character mechanics. Like something like Guilty Gear or Killer Instinct, I feel like it's going to be a little bit harder to jump between characters because... The, the, actually, I don't even know if that's true for Killer Instinct because, you know, a lot of the defense and a lot of the strategy with the breaking and, and and the combo system is very universal, right? Games like KOF, you see a lot of players there can switch jump between characters because I feel like the system mechanics of the hyper hop and the running and all that stuff like that really kind of dominate the game. You get a game like Gu- Guilty Gear where the characters are so vastly different from each other that it's like almost impossible to just jump from one character to the other and feel like it works. But... Then again, you also just get players who are good at just jumping between characters because somehow they're just amazing at it. And then you get some players who just like delving into one character and don't have interest in it. So if you design your fighting game, design a fighting game in such a way that it works to your vision and that you create the characters that you want to create and let the players choose whether or not they want to do one way or the other. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I 100% agree. I think the thing that is best between these two options, right? Character specialization slash lo- or loyalty or multi-character use is just to m- make sure that players have options and that people have the option to play with a character that they just really exclusively enjoy or that they have the option to do more than that. Um, and I think that that's what's best for the spectators in competitive scene too is, is that kind of like player diversity from a spectator perspective there are people who really enjoy when somebody is a character specialist and they really like seeing like okay this player plays one this one character and they like maximize it and they find all these little situations that's really cool or maybe it's the character that you use so you like watching them for that reason but then also people enjoy watching players who have control over a bunch of different characters because then it's like the question of which character do they use in this situation and there's like a whole different set of questions that you can mm-hmm. ask yourself as the viewer and then like be entertained by when they pick something and you could be like surprised i didn't know for example that wheels had a full gore i was surprised when you picked that like that's cool that i enjoy that but i also enjoy when somebody plays one character because that you know there's just two different sides of this and i think both are cool and some people really like one or really don't like the other but like having again that kind of option is great I think if it was just one direction, the spectators wouldn't be happy, and the competitive scene wouldn't be as happy, the players wouldn't be as happy. Uh, so yeah, making sure that you have options for the players in there is is huge. But I'm not a game developer either, and I don't know. <laughs>
0: I'm not a game developer either, though I wish I were sometimes. So And at the same time, I kind of... I'm happy. I'm not. <laughs> <'Cause there's laughs> yeah, I know. Dude. Definitely plus and minuses to that. So <sighs>
1: I see what happens to some of the more high-profile fighting game developer members in uh, in various scenes, and
0: right.
1: they they're, their their ats their mentions on Twitter are not kind. <laughs> they do not have good Twitters. That's for sure. <sighs>
0: Man. All right. All right. Well. well Anything else to say on this one? No, I nope. don't think so. I think we can jump to we the next on. one. We move on.
1: The other tie is number six. Do you think older iterations of fighting games would have longer tails on their lifespans or could have retained larger dedicated communities if there were not official Pro Tours, which focus on the latest entries, like going from SF4 to SF5 and Injustice 2 to MK11? Um, I
2: think there is proof of both arguments in the FGC. Mm. Uh, if you look at Smash, Melee, they don't have anything official, and they're biggest they've ever been. You know, pre COVID. And then if you look at a game like uh, Marvel, Marvel Infinite had their little Pro Tour shebang-a-bang. I don't even know what you want to call the <laughs> battle for the zones. It was a thing that they did, and then it disappeared, and we never heard from Capcom again. And, you know, the game is still played, but certainly not at Smash numbers. so it's really really it's really hard i mean i think there's arguments that go both ways it really just depends on how dedicated the players are and how big the scene
1: is yeah it's about the game itself i don't think that there's a larger lesson really to be able to be learned here i think the lesson is just that the game's got to be good and people will keep playing it if the game's really good there are people who will move on regardless like there are people who People you about Melee, the people who played Melee then went to Brawl, then went to Smash 4, then went to Ultimate. That's definitely also there. So like with SF4, people went to SF5 and Justice 2 and MK11. At the same time, a ton of people kept playing those games. A ton mm-hmm. of people kept playing those games. Melee is a particular example without, of a game that has lasted super long. That's on the kind of like opposite very uh, unusual end of like that level of game loyalty. But there's a ton of games that have a Great player base, even after 10, 20, 25 years for Super Turbo. <laughs> right. So, this is, and, and if you're playing a for 25 years, you're going to play it at 100. Like, you're never going to stop, you know, right? That's a lifetime thing for you at that point. So, so it's about the game. And even if there's a, an official pro tour, there were plenty of people who didn't hop from four to five, there plenty of people who, did, who are still necros, as they call them, for Injustice 2 instead of MK11. And there are people who played. Injustice 2 for a year and then we're like, I'm bored, I'm going back to MKX. That's happened every time too. People will play the game that's come out new for a while and then they'll Mm -hmm. go back and then we have a bit of a resurgence of that game. So I think the pro tour aspect of this is not really the question. The, if there's a pro tour, some people will play that for a while just for money, but that's, there's just not enough money in fighting games for that to be the reason why most of the scene plays. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's the reason why 10 pros play a game or 20 pros, if it's a really big scene, play a game. But in general, for almost everybody else, whether there's money involved isn't actually the question, it's whether they like the game. And right. if they don't, they'll go to something else.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like it's, it's again, just another one of those things, right? Like you want to come up with a reason why people are playing a game that you don't like, right? Like, oh, I hate Street Fighter V. People are only playing it for the money. Oh, I hate Dragon Ball. People are only playing it for the money. It's like, you know, I I just feel like that you wanna come up with an excuse why the game that you hate is being played. A lot of Mm. people like the game. (laughs) You know? A lot of people actually enjoy the game. And you know I do think that Pro
2: Tours help oh yeah people enter tournaments more casually, and I do think they help people stay interested in the game. Yes. So it definitely does help the lifespan of games, but yeah. to what extent is really really hard to say.
1: Yeah, I don't mean to say that it has no effect. I just think that ultimately it's about whether the game is good. But I yeah, I don't I don't want to say that there's no value in them. Like I am involved mm-hmm. in some. I feel like there's value in them. But Yeah. I mean It's I... not the case I think that they keep a game that's not otherwise popular afloat. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean there's definitely something to be said that you know if it wasn't for the fgc some game like if it wasn't for the fgc street fighter 4 wouldn't have made it past like arcade edition or, or i'm sorry yeah ae like ae might have been the last thing uh after super or something like that but you know having these pro tours okay so if there's a worry that you know it might take interest away from other games i actually think it's kind of the opposite like, I feel like because the Pro Tours exist, you get more eyes on our genre, you get more people looking at it, and you'll get more people trying to jump in. And then as they're playing, they're like, God, I, I don't feel like that this is a game that I can play and I don't like it. Why don't you try this game? It's on Fightcade. Download it. Oh, and then mm. they go play it and they're like, Oh my God, I love this game. You know, like, uh, it's it, the Pro tour stuff. I feel like it would actually bring more eyes to some of the other stuff. Our genre is too small to be thinking about how a pro tour could take eyes away from an older game because, honestly, there weren't that many eyes on it in the first place, (laughs) you know, in a way. So uh, I, I, I think that even if pro tours... Like, let's just say it does hurt older games a little bit. I just think that in the long run, it's still more beneficial for our scene overall that we have them. Um, Sure.
1: I definitely agree with that. And in other scenes, you hear about people leaving really popular games to make money on other games sometimes, even if they're not as happy, like playing Apex Legends. They'd rather be playing CS:GO, but the CS:GO right. seems super hard to win in. Like, you you do hear about that kind of stuff sometimes. You heard about like in, in an earlier era, people leaving StarCraft to go to like early League of Legends when they thought it was easier to win in. Like, yeah. you hear about that stuff to- sometimes. People who are who are making decisions that are based on money, but that's again very rare. It's just a like tiny sliver of the population of players who can make that kind of a decision. And for everybody else, it's more about like. Do you enjoy the game? And yes, having a pro tour in there is going to give you more opportunities to watch the game that you like, to keep engaged with the game that you like. It's going to give you more opportunities, hopefully, for there to be more, you know, media and teaching and, and ability to pick it up easily and all that sort of stuff. Like, there's obviously benefits to it. Ultimately, question is, do you enjoy playing this video game or not? And if not, <laughs> whether there's a the pro tour is not going to matter. Right.
2: All right, moving on. Moving on, I
0: guess. Okay, sure.
2: David, do you have the news?
1: I do have some news. Did you did you get it all this time? <laughs> I hope so, I guess we'll see. I don't
0: even know what one of these is about. <laughs>
1: it's about Nintendo kind of sort of. Kind of sort of. Well, let's talk about the KW 15 Benny Maru trailer. Benny Maru's in the game. I guess we knew that, but now there's a trailer <clears throat> that shows him off. What did you think about the trailer? First uh,
2: first off, sorry, James, that your four-character team is not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> we're counting on that. Uh, you know, it. my expectations were shattered once again. They somehow regressed, and the Benamaru trailer was worse than the previous one. Uh, there's a ton of jump cuts again that made it really, really hard to watch for me. It just... I'm I'm yet to be wowed by anything this game has put out.
1: Well Real you mentioned stuff. the thing about the teams because it the team hero is the three characters that are announced so yes. far, Shane, Maitenkun, and Benny Maru. Right.
0: Yep. Which actually caught me by surprise because a lot of people were trying to figure out what other... Because that team has always been a bunch of the Chinese characters on there. So they were thinking of, you know, Mui Mui or or Tung Fu Ru would come back. But instead it's Benny Maru. Benny Maru apparently has had a history of jumping to... The hero he is, team. <laughs> He's
2: Kevin Durant of Kung Fighters. Yeah, basically wants <laughs> to be on a winning team.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and someone people did point out that Benny Maru's outfit definitely has more of a Chinese look to it now. So <laughs> okay, uh, but uh, I mean the thing is, yeah, I I was really sad because I, I felt like the trailer kind of regressed to the weird, crazy jump cuts, even showing Benny Maru doing a standing jab for a whole section. Yeah, you know? like, like what? I was kind of sad about that, although uh, a lot of people did say that, you know, looking at it, there was they are adding a lot of little things kind of giving hints away like there's definitely more evidence now that there is some sort of extra either max mode or low damage mode where your character gains like a slightly blue aura around them and the last combo they showed from Benimaru was clearly a 6 meter combo which uh, has not existed in uh, any games except for the ones you know where you can in max mode you can do your level three for only two bars so you know people are starting to try to guess what that whole uh life system works and both times in the main trailer and the Benny trailer they've only done the big level three while they have that slightly blue aura so you know people are still speculating on stuff like that but i really do feel like they need to do more with the trailers you know having a little bit more uh just just showing more of the gameplay or just giving... Like, if you want to show off these kind of normals and stuff like that, like you actually want to show people what Benny Maru's light punch looks like, you know, you can craft sequences where you do something and then just have them whiff a jab, you know, after they do an uppercut or something like that. Like, there's different ways to do it so it's not as disruptive. And I think that would be kind of important to have. They did... I mean, the video did confirm that taunts are back. Cause they were gone in fourteen. Fourteen didn't have taunts, yeah. so you know they're revealing little things here and there. But you know, I guess if you're doing one character reveal a week, you want to do it as slow as possible. So, is it better to do one character a week like this, or would you rather have one team trailer every three weeks? That's you know you can get more information from. So I'm I'm.
2: I, I'd like if they announced a character, and then the following week, did a full breakdown to show what the character looked like, and yeah. do all these crazy jump cuts, and the developers talk to us, and maybe a couple weeks after that they show another character and another game mechanic, and but right. they're not doing any of that. So, <laughs> I mean,
1: the devs are talking a little bit, but it's I get what you mean. You want to you yeah, want to like. hear more about the characters themselves.
2: Yeah, the again, man. I mean, I keep saying this, but. It was announced three years ago, and we know nothing, basically. We know nothing. Like, that sucks. That's rough. Like, give us something, man. Was it
1: three years ago?
2: I be- it, was, it was at least two. It was two Evos ago. So that would be about three years ago, two and a half, three years ago. Yeah, it would wow. be. Wow. We got nothing. We, have no, we know nothing. This game's been announced. So that means it was probably in dev for at least a year before it got announced. That's, it, we got nothing, man. It sucks. Like, it's frustrating. It's super frustrating as a fighting game fan
1: to yeah. wait this
2: long and get nothing.
1: Yeah. Well, it's not nothing. You got 10 jump cuts of Benny Maru's. Yeah, yeah. and then
2: what <laughs> they do give you is weak. It's just it's disappointing. It's rough.
1: Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. All right. So there's news about that. SF5 Winter Update is coming February 11th. Thursday, February 11th, at 9 a.m. Pacific time. They're going to be talking about Dan. They're going to be talking about the new battle mechanic for Street Fighter Five that they mentioned in their roadmap, which they first talked about you know, quite a while ago at this point.
0: Yeah, I mean, Of the, course, it was
1: delayed due to COVID.
0: The fact that they say they're going to talk about it makes me hope it's more than just a second super. <laughs> right, the battle mechanic? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So... Yeah. Uh, I don't know, before we get to speculation, like, I'm a little bit surprised. I don't want to know what you guys think, that I'm surprised that they're doing that in some stream or something and not at Capcom Cup Online, which we haven't talked about yet, but will be taking place the same weekend as Capcom Cup previously was going to take place in February 19th, 20th, if I recall correctly. So I don't know why they're doing that one week before, or maybe they're just going to, like, hint at it and then they're going to talk about it more at capcom cup or what
2: yeah i i feel like maybe they did plan to announce it and show it off at capcom cup but now that there's not a capcom cup they're just separating the two things because it looked like the capcom cup finals format now is just a bunch of exhibition matches it is maybe they, they were just like well i don't know how to really fit this in properly so we'll just show it off the week before and make it its own thing like that's that's probably what's gonna happen because i would assume the actual release for the update happens during capcom cup like it has the past two years Mm. so i I would i would assume that yeah that that either like right after that ends or the next day or whatever that the update comes out so why not show it off the week before it it makes sense to me
0: yeah and it
1: could be be that they show off dan and the new moves and then they have like a rose trailer or something yeah that that would be uh, cool
0: Maybe they'll even have a Dan exhibition at the Capcom Cup secretly or something like that. So they just want people to know what's coming ahead of time or something. But I I agree that probably the scheduling of it all changed. They wanted to save it for all these cool reveals on the same weekend. You don't want to update the game before the final or even the exhibition because then you got to keep these PlayStations and make sure you never connect it online, you know, like (laughs) these kind of things. So... Uh, I, I'm sure it'll come out either that midnight or the day after or whatever, but, um, I know I'm happy, one, because now we're going to get information early on, and I've been sitting here stewing for the information, too. That stream is basically going to be a, a birthday present for me, so there you go. <laughs>
2: happy Aww.
1: birthday! Yeah, Yay. Yay. Day Yeah. <laughs> as far as speculation about what the the new battle mechanic is... I, I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about it more next week beforehand. But I just feel like it's not gonna be something big. It'll be like Get ready for disappointment or whatever. Yeah. Wow. I, mean, I, don't, I don't want something that's huge. Whatever like big new stuff they've got, I just put it in Street Fighter Six, which will be like it should be different, you know? Yeah. SF five, I basically like the game and I'm down to have some changes, but i wouldn't want it to be drastically changed so you know for me it's just right. i hope slash expect that it won't be something really really big
2: <laughs> i mean i already tweeted what i thought it would be i think it will just be a forward roll on wake up i think it's that simple they maybe they're just trying to change up the game a little bit i mean that would be a big change it that would, would be, be a big... huge thing yeah, <laughs> yeah you could change yeah change up the game a little bit
0: right I'd be all. curious to see if they want to go that deep with the change like that. Like, if that's the case, then my my hope for a new kind of alpha counter would actually be in the realm of reality. But I doubt that that's going to happen, you know. Right.
1: Oh, I said that they would add a second V skill. My bad, I meant V reversal. Yeah, I think we talked about this before. Like, they, I guessed that maybe they would have multiple view reversals per character, and there would be, like, a strike or a throw or a roll or whatever. Again, I don't know. Hopefully it's not a huge thing, in my opinion. Yeah. All right. uh, As far as other stuff, so we know that Annie's coming to Skullgirls. We also know that she's coming out sometime in early 2021, although, as far as I know, there's no set deadline for that yet. But there was another trailer for her Mm -hmm. that was shown over the weekend very interestingly at the end of the trailer it said that there was going to be a new character coming out Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so they're still working on Skullgirls. no as again as far as i know no extra info about what like, character this is when that's going to happen etc but to know that they're still working on a character in that game is quite a surprise because that game's gone through so much. We talked about it so right. much last year when right. Mike Z, who was such an instrumental figure in the creation of Skullgirls and ultimately was the owner of Lab Zero, kind of blew up the company uh, with abuse, harassment, et cetera, That that ultimately everybody there kind of revolted against and yep. they wanted to take over the company. He wasn't down with that. Everybody left. And so there was a big question mark, like is Skullgirls just not gonna I mean, happen anymore? Yeah. Is Annie gonna yeah. happen anymore? Like what is happening at all? But yeah, not only is Annie happening, but there's gonna be something new too.
0: Right. The question is how different is it gonna turn out? Because Mike Z definitely had a lot of guilty gear MBC two influence in the you know, in his design and he knows those games like very few people do so i'm curious to see if you know they're going to be able to try to continue because Skullgirls is another like one of those ki kind of games where the characters are all very super interesting and very strange you know curious to see but you know again this is kind of going back to what we talked about earlier with ki and stuff that you know if people are playing it like just keep updating the game that already exists that people enjoy (laughs) and people will still be happy about it i mean if you said like if right now obviously there is less than zero percent chance that this would actually happen but if they were just like hey mvc3 here's a new character like you don't think people would go absolutely ape shit over that you know what i mean like
2: Uh, they would but they would also be yelling fix the netcode yeah, fair <laughs> 100%. Enough. They'd be like, yeah, new character's cool. How about you give us better netcode? Right. <laughs> uh, but
0: outside of the netcode, I'm, I'm just saying, like, people would be excited about that. And so, you know, I, I think that that's... that's just, if the game is good, keep working on that game. That's all, so...
1: So I think this is an interesting question from Grinning Oni. Is Skullgirls the fighting game with the longest official support? Uh,
0: Not really, if you count KOF 98, like, Dream Match, or KOF 2002 UM as continued support on the game, I I don't know how you... That was like...
1: That was so many years later of nothing in between.
0: Okay, so, in other words, just like, it's... It's a new
1: game, basically.
0: But I mean, has anything happened with Skullgirls outside of... You know, trying to add Annie for a really, really long time outside of a few small bug fixes that Mike would throw in there without actually having it yeah. be on the schedule or they anything. improved the netcode again. Yeah, I mean, they
1: definitely yeah. were working on it. Yeah,
0: for sure. Not officially, it wasn't supposed to be. It was just he did it, right?
2: He did it. I mean, he worked for the company. I'm yeah, I saying yeah, I it think on that pretty time right. that counts. Yeah, I think that counts. Okay. Yeah.
1: Anyway, I think that might be true, actually. Interesting. Yeah, probably. That's cool. So, look forward to more Skullgirl stuff. I'm, ju- I'm really happy for the scene as well, people who are big Skullgirls heads, that they have more stuff to look forward to, especially after all the question marks from last year to yeah. n- to know that not only is the new character coming out, but also another character is coming out. It's got to right. be pretty cool. And then we'll this last little Nintendo. bit. Nintendo, sort of news. Reportedly, they're seeking to replace their multiplayer system that apparently is 18 years old and that Nintendo itself has been using for 10 years. And so I saw this in the context of people thinking like, wow, does this mean that finally Smash will get good online play? No. No. (laughs) Correct, yeah. I mean, again, I'm no expert here, but just in talking with people who are more knowledgeable about it, they were immediately like, This probably doesn't have anything to do with whether the net code is going to be good or not. (laughs) And Platoon is already pretty good online anyway. Like, they have the ability to do some stuff like that. It's already been there, but they just haven't done it for Smash for whatever reason. Probably is unrelated, unfortunately.
2: Old stuff needed to get upgraded. Shouldn't really be news.
1: Good old Nintendo. All right, let's move on to community stuff. well a few things to say on this um i originally had the capcom cup thing in a different spot so it didn't show up here but let's talk about capcom cup first because it's good news that's cool uh capcom cup 2020 is not exactly gonna happen they're calling it the season final yeah and this is an online exhibition set of exhibitions So, obviously, nobody can do big offline events right now, especially in most of the world, including where we are. And even though they were planning to do it in the Dominican Republic in an exclusive location, all these protections, yada, yada, they didn't feel comfortable with it, which I think is the right call. I think we all agree is the right call. So the question is, what were they going to do, or if anything, and what they're going to do is this series of exhibitions. Mm -hmm. So they have exhibitions from players on both, saturday and sunday and they're players from around the world although each exhibition is within a pretty small region right. of the world so mm-hmm. hopefully the online play will be good so for example in australia they're going to have rumors versus somniac that was the first and second place in the cpt australia in china they're going to have Jiwa versus uh vx Bao. again you know same country right they're kind of kind of keeping these geographically small uh, Luffy versus Phenom, Piccolo versus Ja Leshe. Uh, Peru versus Brazil, if I recall correctly, for Piccolo. I think he's Peruvian. Um, you got North American East, which is Mandrake versus CJ Truth, who didn't like win C- the East or anything like that, but he mm-hmm. did place the highest twice. I think it was like um. he was the most consistent finisher. I think that was their reasoning for it. Sure. And then North America West is Nephew versus Samurai central uh caribbean or central america i don't remember what they called it Kaaba versus mena rd then <laughs> the middle east is angry bird versus big bird asia southeast is skz versus Cien. eu west is takamura versus infectious north america east is idom versus smug and then asia east is daigo versus gachukun those all sound like really good matches from Street Fighter
0: 5's but what this essentially means though though is that we're not gonna have a Capcom Cup champion for the year no right? champion yeah Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: these are all just unrelated exhibitions there's not going to be like an ultimate like funneling up to a top right. it's not a bracket it's just a set of exhibitions I don't know what they could have done better than this right. I, you know I mean we were talking last week when we found out that Capcom Cup wasn't going to happen about the idea of like having a big online tournament, and we we're all like, that's a bad idea <laughs> for, this, <laughs> for this game. Like, you can't, you can't just have some global earth tournament, there's no way.
0: Yeah, the so question...
1: with with that not happening, I think this is a pretty good secondary
0: option. Yeah, I, I really just do hope that they take the prize money and just like hear everybody and split it to everybody who plays, right? I mean, yes. yeah, I agreed. Really, really hope that that happens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of people are talking about that about the prize pool. I just really hope that a lot of the players get paid for playing in these exhibition matches, right? And and you know yeah. what? I, I don't think any of those players will balk about not having the chance to get that 250 if they all just get their fair share for for playing in these in these com- competitions and everybody who qualified hopefully gets a little something, you know. I think at least award them for that. Or maybe they'll try to find a way to extend their qualification into the next year. Who knows how they're going to do it, to be honest.
2: Yeah, who knows, man. I, I Like David said, I think they're doing the best they can. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Just hopefully everyone gets paid. Yeah.
1: I definitely agree with that. All right. So let's move on to the next bit. The Queens of Quarantine is closing down. And here's what happened with that. So... Cynthia, a.k.a. Chibi Goddess, basically went racist on Twitter yesterday. Uh, it was real well weird. Racist. Just, like, real weird, like, needless, completely unforced error racist, too. I don't know. The yeah. whole thing was so strange, I thought. And whatever. I mean, that's that was her choice. And a lot of those tweets are still up. I think she did delete some, or at least one. But uh, so others are still there. So, um, very, very weird, huge bummer. And after that happened, and you know, everybody was noting it, there was a statement put out by FGC Queens, which is the Queens of Quarantine Mm. Twitter account, saying, Hi, this is Yuki. We will be making a larger statement addressing our founder's comments. Uh, On behalf of the rest of the staff, we collectively condemn her statements. I'm so sorry. This is everything we stand against. And then follow up tweet as of now, QOQ will be seizing all activities indefinitely. Uh, so she was the founder of this thing. Nobody wants to be associated with it now, which makes total sense. Uh, people, A lot of people helped on it. Um, Yuki, Flexus, Yasuda, Marine, Joe. A lot of people have been helping mm-hmm. on this thing. Yep. And it's been cool to watch. I mean, I've been watching. I think it's a really good, really good uh, uh, showcase of good, talented players. And, and it's been a lot of fun for me to watch. So I, I was really bummed about that. More importantly, it sucks that women in the scene might not have as readily an avenue to play together in a tournament in the same kind of way.
0: Right. I mean, uh, for So
1: me- hopefully they're keeping things going. I would imagine they probably are. I don't have any intel on that, but that seems, seems likely at least. But I certainly get why they would want to not be associated with this, with this now.
0: I mean, for me, I just—it was always very strange to me, uh, the 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 entire event, uh, because, I mean, she has a history of a lot of problems, right? I mean, she was very yeah. notorious in the Smash scene years ago with the MVG and the Mewtwo King stuff, you know. Like, I'm surprised. That I mean, did did people not remember? Or you know, well, when I first I mean,
2: heard, I don't want to. I don't want to like go accusing her of trying to change her name and all that stuff and avoiding all that. I don't think she's ever ran from her past, uh, but she did change her name. <laughs> right. Like she used to go by a different title. I think it was Honey Buns or something like that. Like it was it was a definitely a, a different name, Cynthia Bunny. That was another tag she had. Yeah. So her name has slightly changed over the years. Cynthia so.
0: Bunet, yeah.
2: Yeah, like so she's has changed her name and maybe people just forgot or moved on or forgave her or whatever the case was. But
1: I didn't yeah, know either. You guys had to tell me about it. Like, they, either, yeah. If I, mean, if I ever knew I forgot about it.
0: Yeah. There was I mean, there was just long time drama of her being, mm-hmm. you know, unreliable doing some jobs that she was hired from, taking advantage of people, and this all, and this and that, you know, I wasn't going to judge because, you know, I figured these people that were working with her, maybe she did change and maybe she was doing better or something like that. Then this comes out and I'm just like, well. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you try to give people the benefit of the doubt, especially
2: years after, a thing happened. Maybe that's that's probably why right. people are like, yeah, whatever. She's doing something good. Let her and let A her lot rock. of people why? might
0: not have known. A lot of people might not have known it was. The I, 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 I
2: think that's the the biggest thing is that most people just had no idea. Right. Yeah.
1: So. But and then yeah. after this happened, I saw other people on Twitter saying like she had had racist episodes before, also. And yeah, I mean, I didn't know about the past anyway. I feel like I was completely out of the out of the loop, but. Um, some people did say like, this wasn't a surprise, I don't yeah. have any extra info about that though.
0: I mean, I- I'm just hoping that, you know, the, the other, the other people like Yuki, like Flexis, like whoever else can, you know, take what they started, what she started, change the name of it and just kind of keep it going with something else. I mean,
2: yeah, exactly.
0: find somebody else who's willing yeah. to help run the tournament, you know, who has like online experience. I don't know, running tournaments, talk to Ronan Rumble, talk to uh, Art, talk to anybody you know who 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 might be down to try to keep this going i think that would be a, a good thing to have because i think it was a very positive thing in the end basically
1: yeah the event yeah for sure
0: but that's ruined thanks
1: cynthia yeah yeah definitely so, is yeah and it, it does will... suck i think it's a good point of somebody who said, yeah, Shay says this is how one person can destroy a lot of other people's work, which is also accurate. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully this would be something that the scene can come back easily from. We'll see. Hmm. Okay, well, moving on. So, in, in better news, in like, huge, actually, news, Brawlhalla is doing as they have been, a pro tour. This is going to be esports year six, they're calling it. Mm-hmm. which will have $1 million in total prizes. <laughs> $1 million in total prizes. And there's all sorts of, yeah, there you go, you can do it. I was hoping, I was hoping <laughs> one of you would, to be honest. I wasn't going to do it myself. That's
2: way too old of a, of a reference, man. <laughs> what? You're when I was in high, like The third movie came out when I was in high school. That's a long time ago, guys. Nobody remembers Dr. Evil, okay?
1: People used to say that, the in my high school, used to say that my theme song was the Austin Powers theme song.
2: That's <laughs> about right,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's about right. <laughs> Still today, even. Thanks, buddy. Yep. Anyway, a million dollars, and they have all these tournaments lined up, and they're talking about how, like, some tournaments are getting $25,000, some are getting $15,000, et cetera, et cetera. And if you kind of, like, do the math on that, it might be the case that the World Championships at the end is... $650,000 by itself. That'd be cool. I would agree with cool. you that it would be cool. I feel like that's understating it. That's I, incredible.
2: I have a really weird relationship with Brawlhalla. You played it for a while. I have a really rude relationship with that game because they're calling this eSports Season 6. And unless they compact a couple of years in there, their eSports started at 2016 Combo Breaker. And that happened because I reached out to their CM and some devs that I knew that worked there, well, not that I knew at the time, but I knew through playing them in the game, and I made that happen. I, I got Rick with them, and their first offline event ever was Combo Breaker 2016. So I don't know where the sixth season came from. This should be season five in my eyes. Uh, <laughs> but regardless of that, I really, really liked the game. And I not only entered the tournament at Combo Breaker, and I think I was top 16, if not, I was 17. I was right outside of it. I don't remember. Either way, I lost right around that area, and then I commentated top eight. I really, really loved the game. However, not too long after Combo Breaker, they started slowly turning the game from what it was into Smash, and the reason I like the game is because it very clearly was not Smash. Mm. Um, so I kind of stepped back from the game. I let it go where it went, and players kept playing it, and that's cool and all, but now I see, like, million-dollar prize spots, and I'm like, man... <laughs> i yeah. could have just pretended to really like this game for a few years and maybe i'd actually be making real commentary dollars um. but whatever it's fine like i i don't think i could have pretended to like it for four years after combo breaker Dang. <laughs> because I, I like i said it really it really became more smash like and that's not for I me
0: mean, people have actually asked you know, Brawlhalla is big and has all these prize pools and stuff. Why isn't it at any of our FGC events, right? Like, I mean, with it's- that combo
2: breaker, and they and they they made little Raspberry Pi stations and loaded up thousands of controller. Um, what are those things? When you put the not the debug drivers. the BIOS drivers drivers. Right. There you go. Thousands of controller drivers, so people would just walk in and plug in their controller no matter what it was at Combo Breaker and play. Right. I'm assuming that's probably why we don't see it at Majors because it takes so much work hmm. to allow all the controllers to plug into PCs and not have issues because wait, wait, it was a the only game. However, now you can play on PlayStation 4 and Xbox okay. and blah, 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 blah. No,
0: because I was about to say, isn't, isn't controllers and PCs super easy to do for tournaments? Mm-hmm. I mean...
2: Of course not, and that's why the... Kid fighting games can't be ran on PC in tournament, but that's a whole different discussion. <laughs> but the game is on console and has full crossplay now, so I am actually surprised we don't see it at more FGC events.
1: No, you definitely do see it at FGC events. It was pretty significant at CEO. I remember it being there. It's but been CEO at... is
2: known as like a Smash tournament too. That's I, I guess that's true. It's okay.
1: It's also at Dreamhack. Maybe that's not like FGC exactly, no, no. but it is an offline tournament
0: yeah i'm just wondering know. why it's like not considered like why don't we have it like top eight on stage why it is it not considered for because Convo, it's mostly played you know, on pc for- and there's yeah. a
2: lot of people that don't want to play on a ps4 controller you know
1: and that right. that creates yeah platform. it was it was cool at ceo a lot of people who were there were on keyboard yeah keyboard. a lot of people they on keyboard oh, yeah that's just what they're used to i guess yeah. uh apparently brawlhalla Said last month that they've had fifty million players. It's free to play. It makes sense. Wow! It's
2: rollback netcode. Free, net to, code, free right? to play. works, guys. I'm, I'm not yelling it every Tuesday because it's a lie. Free to play works for fighting games, and guys. It's,
0: it's rollback netcode,
2: right? And I, I I guess you'd consider rollback. It has really good netcode. Okay,
0: okay.
2: I don't remember ever getting actual rollbacks when I play it. When it felt like lag, it just felt like lag. But, yeah, it has really, really strong net code, whatever they use. Right. Okay. Cool.
1: All right, that's it. That's all I got for news. Cool.
2: Mailbag! Mailbag! <laughs> what mailbag. do we got? I haven't looked at any of the questions. What are they in me?
1: <laughs> do you have them written down, James, or should I just say them? Uh,
0: I don't have them written down to display. No, no, you can just Okay-o. read them out
1: loud. I'll say them. Number one, Tasty John. At, at AB John on Twitter. If you three, if we three played in a fighting game triathlon, each of us pick a game, do a round robin style best of three sets where the person with the best overall record is the victor, who would win? Ooh. Ooh. Me, no question. It'd actually just be a-, a tie. No, it would be a tie. Because each one of us would pick a game that the other ones, I would pick like, Injustice 2 that neither of you guys have ever touched, yep. or what, something like that. Like, and then and Tubbo would pick Marvel, maybe. And play, James I, would I, pick, yeah, I played Marvel 3 for sure. I mean, yeah, it, it,
0: it, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna pick super you know, pick Turbo. Hyper fighting or
1: something. I'm gonna you know, pick know, super pick Turbo hyper and fighting, maybe
0: lose the Honda. I'll lose to your Honda. Oh, you'd, pick, <laughs>
1: you'd pick hyper fighting, something
0: like that. Yeah, I probably could just pick hyper fighting and go with that. So but
1: <laughs> so I kind of I kind of think we would each just like lose in each other's games. That's all. Probably yeah.
0: That's
2: probably the realistic situation. But what if what if it was a bunch of games that none of us know how to play? What if it was like TMNT Tournament Fighters and Puyo Puyo, Puyo the Fighter and whatever? I did used
1: to play TMNT. I, Fighters, I so.
2: actually played that too. I was just thinking of like a random right, fighter, yeah, okay, okay. like just stuff we don't play. Who wins yeah. that? That's that's a that's a better question. I still say
1: me duh. It's probably me. Oh,
2: there's no way.
0: Probably no to way. be
1: honest.
2: I would
0: defeat Look, you. <laughs> All I can say is it probably wouldn't be me. So there you go. <laughs> well, there we have it. I'm garbage at everything these days. Oh, definitely that, David. Definitely, it, James. You you can
1: you can definitely be very good at fighting games. You just, you need the prep time.
0: Yeah. And I, like
1: you, you've often said that, right? You, you yeah, have to play Well, lot. it's
0: not even just prep time. I mean, it is prep time nowadays. It's just back in the day, I would just sit there and play every day in the arcade against the computer. Like I was telling the story on my stream that basically my routine at, when I was going to UCLA was me and my brother would get onto campus at like 745. Cause we always had like the 8am, 9am classes and stuff like that. So we would get to on the campus about 7.45, walk into the student store. I would buy a bottle of chocolate Nest quick, and then I would just sit there, and I would sit outside the arcade and drink my chocolate milk until 8 a.m. when it opened, and then I would just play, like, against the computer for, like, the first hour there, so.
1: <laughs> Imagine being awake at 8 in the morning in college.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm, like, completely backwards of everything. Like, I woke up early in college, and now I can't wake up early at all, dude. Like, I was... I used
1: to sleep past noon very regularly and sometimes past my 3 p.m. classes. Yeah, different story for me.
0: In college, (laughs) by the time it got to 11 p.m., I'd be like... Why is it so late? I'm so tired. <laughs> I
2: had the one semester I went to to university. I had a 7:30 a.m. class. Yeah, so. I feel
1: like for the first for the first one, because the first semester for me too, I got a class that was like 8:30 or something. Because I was like 8:30. I used to wake up and I was at high school at 7:20 in the morning for yeah, so exactly. four straight years. Eat an hour extra in the morning, fantastic. I'm there for yeah. sure. And then by the end of that, I was. Never you know how college goes. Again. I, I mean, was that's rushing why, a frat and everything everything changed.
3: <laughs> that's why I always
0: took all the opening, cl- opening shifts when I worked at the UCLA arcade because nobody was there. And I was always up at that time. So I was like one of the supervisors. So I would tell the person that was not the supervisor to sit at the register and give the change to everybody. And then I would just go play Tetris.
2: Tetris mm-hmm. Grandmaster
0: all morning. <laughs>
2: What a, what a great employee, model employee, James Jenner. Exactly, dude.
0: Uh, no, Oric is definitely right. We were definitely texting at 8 a.m. this morning when he woke up and right before I went to sleep. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Good luck.
1: Yeah. All right. But, Anything else to say about this mailbag question? Nope. Nope. Number two from Macross. Which obscure game would you guys win in a surprise mystery game tournament?
0: Ooh, this is kind of stum- I don't think
1: this is just limited to fighting games. I think this yeah. just seems like, in general, games that you could play competitively in a mystery game event.
0: I mean, look... None of y'all are beating me in Tetris. I don't give a shit. Okay, but that's
1: not that's not going to happen in some random mystery game. They're not going to be like, guess what game you've never played before? Tetris. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. Absolutely not. Fair, fair, fair.
1: Um... We got this brand new game for mystery tournament this year. Uh, Tetris.
2: Oh. Uh, I'm trying to think of what I, I. Well, I mean, like, I could honestly just name like any sports game. And I'm pretty sure I can beat the majority of the FGC. Uh, so, I don't think Madden 03 would be mine.
1: Madden 03. Yeah, yeah I haven't 03. played a sports game since the 90s. So it would not Madden be
2: good for me. 03 would be, yeah, it's definitely my, my go-to. Or maybe 2005. Well, either of those years, nobody's beat me at FGC.
0: I mean, there was that one Long Beach uh, event that we did for Goodwill, I think it was, that no, it wasn't for Goodwill. It was for uh, Salvation Army. It was one of those two. But their mystery game was Tetris. And uh, boy, was people what? were people bad at that game. And it, I, they got me to commentate it. And I was getting so angry. <laughs> I was getting so mad. Like, how are you punk? And you are, like, the greatest player of fighting games in the world. And then you play Tetris, and you can't even clear a single goddamn line, dude. Like, I mean... Because they're
2: nothing alike, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're
1: very different games.
0: Uh, I would probably blow everybody up in combat on the Atari 2600. For sure. You guys are all free on that. Um, All right all right i've got all the teleportation tech and all that stuff like that in that game so um what else would it be like (laughs) there's so like there would just be a lot of like old school NES games that i could probably just bust out and 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 win in those games Uh.
1: what random games that i used to play a lot I like me in Sid Meier's Gettysburg. Is that even,
2: can, is that even, can, like, can you play against another human? I don't remember.
1: <laughs> just trying to think of a totally random game I used to play a
0: I could, uh, I could beat yeah, you guys all in Teppen right now.
1: <laughs> right now.
2: There's, there's a lot of fighting game players out there that can beat you in Teppin. Don't, don't make me call my boy Kyle P.
0: Oh no no no! For sure, there's a lot of fighting game players that would beat me in Tepin, but I'm saying I could beat you guys in Tepin right now. I mean, you could beat me for sure. That's no question. Yeah, I mean, I'm using the shit that Kyle P gave me, right? Like <laughs> he he's he's been one of my main. God, super cheap in and he's like, yeah, that's cheap. Yep, you're right, James. Yep, yep. He's the, he's been my my whining sponge for a while <laughs> now. He loves it, dude. He loves hearing me cry about that game. Um, all right,
1: I like me in Arm Joe. That's the answer. In what? See me in Arm Joe. That's not even a real game. Arm Joe. You made that up right now. Nope, Arm Joe is a real game. I'm afraid um, to tell you. All right, I believe you can beat me. It, it's a Les Miserables fighting game. Oh,
0: <laughs> well, if that's the case, I'd and probably beat you I all. I like in me Sango Fighter or Dynasty Warriors One. <laughs> <laughs> oh man god what other stupid games like I'm trying to think of competitive games like that I played with my brother on the NES and like it's so hard for me to remember some of those games I swear oh yeah, I don't know.
2: If I can tell you. Sports Tro- games. All right.
0: Double Dragon and Trojan. There you go. I can beat you guys on NES in those games <laughs> in the one-player mode. So.
1: Ooh, I played a lot of Spy versus Spy with my brothers.
0: Yeah. Oh, dude, I played so much Spy versus Spy. But there, that 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 game had problems, though. Like, if they if the maps were a little more randomized and the starting locations were randomized, the game would have been so much better. But Spy versus Spy is so good. Like, there was one rule, like there was one stage where you could basically whoever started first could block the other player instantly just by electrifying a door and then getting through there and then he had access to like 90 percent of the stage and the other guy couldn't get through and so we had to make house rules to not be able to do Mm. that and stuff like that so yeah all right yeah i played
1: bushido blade i thought that game was a pile of garb but very interesting idea just Just, like, pretty bad, but an interesting idea. All right, anything else uh, to talk about? you guys doing anything this weekend? What do you got? Nope. No?
2: Oh, oh, I'm doing Among Us um, Friday Frenzy.
0: Oh, that's cool. Nice. So I have discovered how deep the rabbit hole goes on Celeste. I did not realize how deep the rabbit hole went because, like, I've finished all the A sides. I've gotten all yeah. the strawberries. I've finished every B side except one. I've just got to finish. And then I heard the Farewell DLC is Super... Then people started telling me, there's actually a list of players who have actually 100% of the game. There is a list of players who have actually 100% of the game, and it's not very long. And so now... Wow. I'm starting to wonder, is this something that I want to do? Because I will tell you right now, I freaking love this game. Like, this game is so good, and it's so fun, and the controls are amazing, but I've heard that once you get towards the end, like, the shit that they make you do is, like, not even, like... It shouldn't even be... You shouldn't shouldn't subject humans to some of the things that they make you do in that game, so... I'm wondering how close I can get before I give up.
2: (laughs) No comment. I'm not making any comments.
0: Probably Uh, for the best. Yeah. It is a great game. I really like Celeste. Uh Uh-huh. How far did you get in it, David?
1: I think I just made it through all the A's. I don't think I did any of the B's. Uh, okay, okay. But I enjoyed it, and maybe I did a couple, and then I just lost interest, but it was really fun.
0: Yeah, no, trust me, Dizzy Gunner, that's all I'm thinking, I could be on that list, I could be on that list, and I'm just, like, thinking about it, because, like I said, I have never considered, like, I have always said, like, like Olaf, my roommate, speedruns uh, Bloodstained Rituals of the Night, and in the uh, Zangetsu run, he's actually number two in the world right now, uh on the so cool. And run. Yeah, and, cool. And I was I just like, that. I would never actually ever want to speed run a game because it's just so stressful and like I don't know if I could do it. Celeste is the game that has come closest for me on that because like once you just get it down, like that game, the controls in that thing and the, just the responsiveness and just the yeah. smart decisions they made in the design in that game, the game is so fluid and it's so... Yeah fun, dude. It's so good, so we'll see. We'll see I'm how it goes. i say
2: if you try that, James, you should insure all of your electronics ahead of time. Yeah, I know, right? Seriously. <laughs> all of your electronics. Get them deeply insured.
0: And I should stop playing on the freaking Nintendo Joy-Cons because, dude, I am, like, air dashing in the wrong direction, like, at least 15 yeah, to 20% why, of why the time. why would you try
2: to do that on Nintendo Switch? Get it on PC. Yeah.
0: No, I, I know there's a lot of good speedruns out there, and I know someone sped run Celeste on a freaking DDR pad and all that stuff like that. I watched that. That was so cool. Once I get to the point where I m- figure I might quit, then I might go back and watch it on the stream. You know? Seriously, playing it on a stick... Would probably make it that much better. I could probably do so good if I played it on a stick. I would just need to find a way to get a stick that works on the Nintendo Switch, that's all. So uh, I'll have to figure out a way to do that.
2: Or purchase the game for fifteen dollars on PC. Yeah, but
0: then I have to then you re- use
2: your controller.
0: I have to redo everything.
2: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, if but you're if trying to actually hundred percent it, you gotta redo it anyways, man.
1: Facts. Well, I've already. If you're gonna spend in the time, buddy, just put the you time. Get it
0: on
2: PC and record Dude, every
1: I've little thing. I've
0: already done all the stages again and found all the strawberries and found all the hidden stuff. I have only strawberries left on the core now, so I've already done everything multiple times. But getting an adapter good is probably something that's worth doing. So,
1: good luck to James. Yep. Yeah. We'll all see. right. Well. That's it, I guess. Time to skedaddle?
0: Yeah, I guess so. Uh...
2: That's the end
1: of the show. We did it. We did it! Another,
2: we did it. Another Tuesday Chen show. <laughs> we, we
1: did it. Hope everybody has a good one. Yep, on. Brooke definitely is Switch compatible. I've played many times. Mortal Kombat 11 on the Switch. Absolutely. Yeah, Great. I had
0: a Brook adapter on my Nintendo Switch. It broke. It just stopped working. So I need to get a new one, unfortunately. Well, bird them. Well, they're being birded already. Oh, you can't I hear know. it. Now you can hear it. No, I can hear them. I can, hear it. We oh, can, hear I can already hear it. Oh, okay. okay. We're already dancing. Bird them. Now I can't hear it. Well, now I'll bird it again because it ran out and we failed. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, guys, for watching. Bird Take em. care and peace. double, 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 double,